Welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I'm glad you are all here. I'm glad I'm here. I think this is like one of the first times in first times in like 15 years that I've actually thought, oh my God, I just I, I'm I'm going to just post a note on my Facebook page that says I'm taking a nap. <laughs> but then I thought, you know, if I do that, I look I've like 900 little fists pounding on my door saying, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> it's been an absolute crazy week, and I'm not going to get into details, but I have not slept. I didn't go to sleep last night, so I am I am running on no sleep right now, so we are going to have fun tonight, right? <laughs> you guys are going to be kind to me and not pick on me too bad, too badly. All right, before we get started, I want to go over a few things with you. Um, first of all, the number to call in if you would like to call in and read tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in. If you are interested in putting together a writing workshop with us, shoot me a message. Probably the easiest way would be on uh, Facebook. First name, if you're not on my contacts list, my first name is Nida. N-Y-L-A, last name Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Shoot me a message and let me know what you'd like to put together. Your workshops can be anywhere from half an hour to three hours long. Uh, You can pre-record them on your computer and send me the MP3 file, or I can do a conference call with you and I can pre-record it with you. Basically, you know, do do some jabbering at the beginning with you and get you set up, and then I'll shut my mic off and you just run until you're done type of thing, or you can do a combination of both of these things. You can play the pre-recorded workshop at the beginning of the show, and then you can come on and go live and, you know, answer questions or, you know, get some feedback or whatever you'd like to do. Maybe have someone read a poem that they wrote to your prompt while you were workshop. All right, so, yeah, put something together. You don't have to be a professional workshop provider in order to do this. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're just having fun hanging out and poking words with a stick, a sharp stick, like, you know, pencil, sharp, made of wood. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> next we need to stop and take a moment and thank our sponsors. It's very, very important. You know, the list has been growing a little bit every year, and I'm just so proud of all of you. I'm really proud of this community. You know, and here we're coming up uh the end of October. We're coming up on our 15th year anniversary. And I am just, I tell you what, I'm absolutely flabbergasted. I don't know. even We'll get in, into it more. <laughs> get into it more then. But, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Anyway, so those of you who reached into your pocket and, and pulled out what you could and helped put money towards our 2021 broadcasting license, we want to make sure that every single week we let them know how much we appreciate them because if it were not for... The help on the uh, <laughs> on the broadcasting license because it has gone up considerably. I don't know if I would still be able to do this on my own. Uh, so thank you guys sincerely from behalf of me, 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 and everyone else, else, else. All right, 2021 sponsors are 
Melvin Douglas Johnson, Todd Carter, Vicki Aqua, Sean and Maddie Gullickson, Audrey Michelle, George Wiley, Art Solarchek, Brad and Darling Kuhn, Uma Pochapalli, Christy Doherty, Douglas Curry, Eric Sheldman, Gary and Big Hearts, Noreen Snyder, Gina Storm, we haven't heard from her lately, Raymond Bentley, either, John Case, Paula Sweet, <laughs> Timothy Melton, Ronald P. Bremner, Kevin Kraft, Honey Parker, Karen DeWitt, dear sister, uh, Larry Teal, Robert Mickey, Jade Mist, Rose Rosen, Christopher Ryan, Trina Pierce, Dennis Must, and Barbara Cope Wilson. Contributions were also made in the name of Cherry Rose, Philip Kent Church, Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith II, and King's Cadence. So thank you, all of you, for keeping this community growing and thriving and being the amazing little oasis that it is. Okay, now, pull out your papers and your journals or your notebooks or whatever you're going to write in, and we are going to do our mini inspiration from the Inkwell workshop portion of the show before we get started on our open mic. So make sure you have your pencils and stuff. If I mix you up somewhere or you miss something, don't panic, don't worry. You can, after the show is done broadcasting, about five minutes afterwards, they get the... uh, the podcast of the show up so you can just come back to our site and listen to the podcast and start it and stop it as you need and be able to get the the information written down clearly (laughs) I'm, i'm usually easier to understand the second time around so let me pull this up here for you all right, so this first one, what we're going to do is we're going to do your journal assignment. And remember, journal assignments is writing one-on-one time with just you and your brain and your muse and, and all that good stuff. It's not meant to produce great, amazing pieces of writing, though it can, because you never know what's going to happen when you pick up and put down on paper. So, you know, you never know. Don't count it out. But anyway, it's it's not meant for uh, for public consumption. It's not meant for people to read. It's just a place where you give yourself permission to write like crap and write dumb things and just doodle if you want or, you know, write jot down your grocery list next to three lines of a poem you were thinking about, whatever. What I want to do is this is what we're going to be doing um, is called Free Thought free writing through reflection. It's <laughs> a mouthful, huh? Free thought, free writing. I've been mashing a lot of things up lately, so, you know, just bear with me. Free thought, free writing through reflection. All right? And what we're going to do is for the next month or so, I'm going to be giving you the beginning of a thought. And what I would like you to do is to write that at the top of a clean journal page and next, I want you to write out all the different ways you could finish the thought. And I would really, really like you to you know, strive for right around the 20 mark. And if you only get three the first time you sit down, you can always go back. That's what's great about paper and pencil. If the electric goes out, it's still there. 
the batteries die, it's still there. So, yes, I am. I am a paper snob. I am not a backlit girl. <sighs> so, in the soul fashion, I guess. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, I want you to write down all the different ways you can finish the thought. At least twenty, if you can. So, the the reflection sentence I'm going to give you is at first I thought it was only the dog making noise and go so write that at the top of your page then just go down the page making a list of all the different ways you can finish that sentence and one of the things that I do this sometimes when I get stuck in a poem or in a story that I'm writing. And I'm thinking about it. It's like, what, how can I say that? How can I say that? How can I say that? And I want to I figure it out before I exhale or else I can get up and walk away from the poem and never finish it. So I try to keep it going. And so I'll throw, I'll take it and I'll write it, flip the page over and I'll write it on the top of the page and I'll just start writing out random things and then something will grab me and I'll go. This is a phenomenal, phenomenal tool to have in your writing box. You know, when you sit down, when you open up your little box, your little pencil box. <laughs> so anyway, the reflection sentence of the week. At first, I thought it was only the dog making. At, at first, I thought it was only the dog making noise. And go. So one of the things that kind of keep in mind on that, I think I mentioned this last week, one of the things that makes it really easy for me is to have, so that things can feed off of each other real well is I will sit down and try to think of all the funny answers. So I'll write one down and I'll let that one lead me the next one, lead me the next one, lead me the next one. And then when I get pooped out on that, I'll write down serious ones or political ones. So, yeah, it's... Uh, be Robbie, quit! I'm putting this. I'm putting the file over the front of the thing. All I see is over my file is your disgusting Rob, I and mean, I'm not even gonna look yet. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, that is your your mashup journal assignment for the week, and now we are going to. Go to your, <laughs> I'm scrolling down. All right, now we're going to go do your poetry prompts. Now, you guys have, I'm going to, wait, we're stopping for a minute. You guys do have to bear with me. Please, please bear with me. I really am sick. Um, and I'm really super tired right now. So you're going to hear me taking drinks of water so I don't cough. No, it's not COVID, by the way. And yes, I've had the vaccine. And yes, I was tested just in case. Because, you know, if I had it, that's fine. But I don't want to kill people. All right. So remember, prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. Now, the prompts I give you, they can you can use them for the title of your poem, or you can use it in the body of your poem, or you can use it for the general concept of your poem, but it has to be inspired by the prompt. And obviously, don't you know, send me a, a poem about your G.I. Joe when you were a little kid and the prompt was, you know, pizza. I don't know, maybe melted it on pizza when you became a teenager. Who knows? 
Anyway, what you do with them is up to you. Remember, prompts need to be the title of, a line in, or the general concept of your poem. So I want you to number your page from 1 through 12. 1 through 12. I'm going to run through these for you. Your first prompt is 1. I am the wind. I am the wind. Number two, the words I learned from you. The words I learned from you. Number three, in the hollow room. In the hollow room. Number four, your name scrawled in a book. I like that one. Your name scrawled in a book. Their name, your name, hmm, whose name? Anyway, <laughs> five. Where we used to play. Where we used to play. Six. The sword that severed us. The sword that severed us. Seven. Tonight, time is a weary dancer. Tonight. Time is a weary dancer. Eight. Only now does it begin. Only now does it begin. Number nine. The hush of distance. The hush of distance. Number ten. Where the things in dreams go. Where the things in dreams go. Eleven. Blue vacant days. Blue vacant days. And twelve. Something the silence spawned. It's really hard for me to say my S's with this. I have a the plastic retainer in my uh, on my teeth now. So... Um, <laughs> it's still really hard for me getting used to talking with that in there, especially especially on my S's. All right, so 12. Something the silence spawned. I really like that one, too. All right, so remember, with these prompts, you can write one poem to each prompt. You can write a poem using line 1 and 5, 9, and jump back up and grab 2 and mix and match them into your poem. Or you can get real froggy, and you can write a poem using every single line in the poem. And I, I the last month I did it, and this next month I always read a show, I read a poem on the first uh, first week of each month. I read something of mine. And last week I, or yeah, last month, last month uh, I wrote, or I read the. Uh, a poem I used from a poem that I wrote from the prompts using nothing but the prompts as is didn't add any words didn't take any words away so I just rearranged all the sentences and ideas and turned it into a poem so I think that I'm going to do that again this month that's kind of fun and you guys can see I do my homework too all right now your writing exercise now, we're kind of doing a mashup here because we're going to be using your poetry prompts, the 12 prompts that I just gave you. We're going to be using those 
in your writing exercise. I figure if I find ways to tie these things in together, then, you know, they look like much smaller bites, and they'll just kind of feed off of each other, which is important. That's probably going to be the theme for the show tonight. All right, so your writing exercise. Now, unlike yoga pants time with your brain, which is your journal assignment, writing exercises are exactly that. They're meant to push you out of your comfort zone, make you do things you've not done before, think about them in ways you've not thought about them. You know, uh, it, it's, it's, it's really fun. You guys are going to have fun doing this if you haven't been doing it already. Anyway, so, yeah, pick a part of prompts using the 12 prompts that we just did. So what this exercise is meant to highlight is that what you do with a prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you write to it. Muscle memory, knee-jerk reaction, your brain does that. Halloween. How many of you did, think, did you think of a pumpkin, right? Um, or if I said October. You know, you're going to see a turkey or orange leaves. Those are all knee-jerk responses to stimulus that your brain is given, and instantly your computer goes and pulls up the most common image that you associate with that. What I'm trying to do is get you to look way beyond that. That's where those those weird poems are found. That's when the different are found. You know, if I, I told everyone to write a poem about October, you know, how many of them do you think would be traditional autumn you know, holiday, family, that type of thing. But what else could you make it? What else can October stand for? What else happened in October? How can you twist it and turn it and change it? All right? So what we're going to do is on your uh, notebook, which, you know, should be separate than your journal. You shouldn't write, do your exercises in your journal. You should have a spiral notebook for these. Um, And then your journal, you just write in. So what I want you to do is I want you to go to a clean uh, notebook page, and I want you to write down the first prompt, which in this case was, I am the wind. And then, instead of writing a poem to it, what I want you to do is to write down all the poems you could write to it. So instead of writing one poem, I want you to write down the idea for at least six different poems that you could write to that one prompt. When you get done with that one, go to number two. Write the second one up there, the words I learned from you. And then underneath it, write down six, at least six different poems you could write using that prompt. Push yourself past, you know, train your brain to automatically think that way. You only have to do something 21 times before it becomes a habit, before you start developing that muscle memory. True story. Pick it up. <laughs> so, you know, 21 times you get your brain to think this way, and it will automatically start thinking that way. So when you're done with the second one, go to the third, all the way down the line until you have written at least six different poem ideas for the 12 different prompts, and I will tell you this. I will guarantee you that you will not get through this exercise without some idea, some poem, something running away with you, and you'll be off and writing. It's absolutely physically impossible for that to happen. All right. So, once again, I'm going to run through these really quickly. These are your 12 poetry prompts 
that we have mashed up and we are now using in your Pick Apart a Prompt writing exercise for the week. And those are one, I am the wind, two, the words I learned from you, three, in the hollow room, four, your name scrawled in a book, five, where we used to play, six, the sword that severed us, seven, tonight time is a weary dancer, eight, only now does it begin, nine, the hush of distance, the hush of distance. Ten, where the things in dreams go. Where the things in dreams go. Number eleven, blue vacant days. And twelve, something the silence spawned. That would be a really good one for Jimmy. Something the silence spawned. Okay, there you go. That's it. Have fun with those. Remember, we have been focusing on reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you're writing, you're doing it backwards. You need to have input in order to have output. You guys have been hearing me say that exact same thing for 15 years now. So I'm hoping it's in your muscle memory brain. <laughs> Every time we, you hear reading, I want you to picture that in your head. If you're not reading more than you're writing, you're doing it backwards. You have to have input in order then to have output. If you don't feed your brain your brain's going to have nothing to give back to you. All right? And so what I'm doing to make that, you know, so I thought, oh, I've got to find five minutes to read. You know, look how much of the day you spend finding time to do stuff for other people. You know, give yourself five minutes. And so what I wanted to do to make sure that we make a habit of that and we learn to do that and learn to set aside that time for ourselves is we're doing your extra credit assignment and it's called Reading for Prompts, Just Between You and I. Reading for Prompts, Just Between You and I. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a poet or a writer and a starting line. And you have to go and Google or find a book and read a couple of their poems or stories till you find your target idea. So you'll have the thought in your head, so as you're reading through their, their work, you're going to find something that fits, that grabs you, and you're going to be able to write, go with that and write that down. So I'm going to give you the starting line, and as you're reading through their writing, when you find your target idea, I want you to write, just free write out. It, can, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. You know, write out a poem, prose, story, write a letter, just ramble, rattle off a rant, just doodle down ideas, doesn't matter. All right, just reading for prompts. Read their, read their work until you find something that grabs you, and then finish this line. And the line I'm going to give you, oh, by the way, you're having a conversation with the poet in these lines. That's why I'm setting them up. <laughs> so you're talking to the poet. That's why it's just between you and I, but it's really between the world because we all want to read these. So your line is, okay, Lewis Carroll, what if the rabbit was really blank? And go. So read some Lewis Carroll and 
used the line, or the thought. Okay, Lewis Carroll, what if the rabbit was really... And boom, there you go. Off and running. Talk with, talk with Lewis Carroll about that white rabbit. <laughs> we have a couple of activities we've been focusing on. First is to learn a new poetry form every single month. You know, there's like... Somebody told me one time, and I don't know if this is true, so I could be exaggerating, but not, you know, maybe they only said 30 and I'm saying 300 because I like adding zeros. Zeros are fun. They're really cute. They look like pepperoni. So it was something like, I I think it was something like uh, 300 different types. There's like 300 different types of haiku poems. Maybe it was 30. I don't know. But there was a lot, all right, a lot of different types of haiku poems. I think of a haiku, and I think of 575. You know, that's what we're taught in American haiku. But there, you know, it's it's really super interesting. So you're never going to run out of things to try every single month, even if you never do it again. Next month, write a villanelle. Then write the whatever. Then write the whatever. Then write the acrostic and write the... Ephrastic and go from there. Anyway, try to learn one new poetry form every month. Those are your word games. Play with those. The second thing we've been working on is, mentioning haikus, write a haiku every single day. Every day go out and find something worth 17 syllables and jot it down. You should always have a little notebook and a, a pen with you somewhere on your person, in your pocket, a piece of paper in your wallet, a pen and you know, a little notebook in your purse or something like that. You should always have pen and paper with you. And while you're walking down the street and you see the guy painting the yellow lines down the middle of the road, talking on his cell phone and eating a sandwich and driving with traffic going both ways, and you see that and it's just like, wow, that just made me think about, you can jot it down. I don't care if it's only 15 syllables, you can go add the others or take some away if you need to later. Every single day, go out and find in the world, find something worth 17 syllables and jot it down. All right, that's it. That is your inspiration from the inkwell for this week. Remember, if you missed something or you didn't catch it, I didn't, I got you mixed up or whatever, once the show is over, you can go back and listen to the podcast start and stop it at your leisure and you know go through the, the lines and write them down wherever you need to do. All right, and have fun with those. Remember, you get extra super-duper cool kudo points if you do your homework and you bring it back here and read it. I think the first one to ever get that was George and Stan. I think they both... I think they both fill up. Yeah. Anyway, they, they've all gotten a kudo award before. But you have a special kudo, kudos that I give to you, tangible on your cyberspace Facebook page or whatever, for bringing your homework back and reading it for me so we can see what it grew into because that's the best part. Okay. Now, I want to – I'm going to play an audio track and we always start and end every episode with something from one of you guys. So if you have something recorded and you want to send that in to me, you can 
probably the easiest way to get that to me is through a MP3 file, something like that. Um, I've got some stuff in there right now from Rebel Jones. I've got some stuff from uh, Virgil, uh, a couple other people, and uh, I can't. All of them sent me SoundCloud. And I can't download from SoundCloud. I'm trying to figure out how to do that on this computer because it just doesn't it doesn't want me to. It says it's not downloadable. So either the settings are not to, so people can't download it or something. I'm not sure what's going on. So I have, I'm sitting on some new ones. I just can't play them for you tonight because, you know, I haven't figured that part out yet. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to bringing those. So I'd love to have yours on that list to get on here and be able to play. So if you have them. Shoot them over to me. If you've not done that, if you've never recorded your work, I highly suggest doing it. It's really a lot of fun. You end up being like the director of this little, you know, stage, voice stage <laughs> play of your words and bringing them to life. It's really, really fun and really cool. And besides, you're in the privacy of your room with the headset and the computer, and no one can hear you anyway, so just have fun with it. All right, so the track that I'm going to play tonight is, where did it go? Last week... Um, we made the announcement that we lost one of our beloved poets. That's Seifel Brook. And I started the show with one of his pieces, and I wanted to close the show with one of his. But something happened last week, and it just started for a couple seconds or so, and then the whole show got cut off early. And so I'm going to start the show again this week with it because I really want to play it. It's a great piece. So um, this is Cy Philbrook, and it is This Is Not Poetry. Here you go. This is not poetry. This is not poetry. This is standing with a mic in hand and bandying words to make it seem we've seen it all or heard it all before as if we know the score this is not poetry if we do not scream that we have seen that abused child not the daily mail social workers failed arm's length version but the kid next door the you heard crying for the hundredth time when his mum swore at him and his dad gave him a drunken beating just for being back late from seeing his mates this is not poetry, unless we are prepared to speak and deal with what is real. Not hurrying by that homeless guy on Western Road, mumbling something about having no change. No change. Nothing will change unless we see it, feel it. This is not poetry, unless it strives to make us see that words cannot set us free. If we do not hear them, fear the power in them. They should kick us in the balls and punch us till we fall. Knees bent in prayer that we have dared to let things come to this. This stinking piss of a world where no one takes the time to know their neighbours' names but do take the time to sky plus all those mind-numbing, talent-dumbing, one p and every hundred quid is given to charity shows. It goes to show that they will get away with what they can. This is not poetry, unless there is a burning desire to light a fire under stale ideas. 
like killing a million Iraqis with bombs and bullets and starvation and disease, puts us more at ease, makes us safer. These are paper houses. Tear them down with the sounds of your words, your voice, your ideas. Let that be heard. That would be poetry. All right, that was fun. So uh, we are having some technical technical difficulties here, as you can tell. So um, I'm hoping that you guys can hear me now. <sighs> Again, the, the Speakeasy Cafe at gmail.com. If you'd like to send me your audio tracks, we can upload those to the show's library and play them for the world. Now... If you would like to call in and read tonight, the number is, trying, I'm really looking at the lines trying to figure out if we're having issues with the lines yet, um, but it looks like the lines are okay for the time being. Uh, the number is 646-595-3965, that's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read. I want to let area code 903 know that you are not on the on the uh, queue to come on live. So 903, if you're hanging out and just listening to the show, appreciate you. There we go. We got you all. Got you all in your places with your bright, shiny faces. I love it. All right. If you're on hold, this is what you can expect tonight. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 972. It looks like Anna Anne's our uh, first caller tonight. So 972, we'll be bringing you on in just a moment. When I bring you on the air, after I say your area code, it is your turn to say, hi, this is me. Make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really, really important that your name is attached to your work. You're, you know, basically, you know, air publishing your work right now. You don't want to send it out there into the world without your name on it. And you want people to know who you are and how to find you and all that good stuff. You want to make sure they know who's reading because then they don't sit there and message me. I get boom, 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 boom. My computer starts popping and all, who is this, who is this, who is this? And I'm trying to like, I have to end up closing my eyes and concentrating to make sure that I, because <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want that happening while you're reading. You want to make sure that I'm sitting here like Snow White with a bluebird on my finger and a little creek running in the background, paying attention to nothing but you. All right, so yeah, make sure that you introduce yourself. <laughs> Next, you can, let me see, can I see how the phone lines look? You can read two normal length poems. Um, don't make them super long. We've got, we, we're, we've got a full board, but not overflowing. If things get too busy tonight, I need to switch this back to just reading one poem. I'll let you know when that happens, but right now, I think just so good if we're all courteous with of each, you know, time with each other, uh, I think you're okay for two. So you can read two poems. When you are done reading, make sure you give out your URL. It's real important that people know how to come find you and get to know you and your work. That way they can, uh, you know, send you your kudos for being amazing. 
Remember that we have a mature rating, you guys. I never know what someone's going to say when I unmute that mic. I don't know what you guys are going to bring. So just know that you're you're probably going to hear, you probably can, would, and will hear just about anything on here, with the exception of hardcore erotica. No porn poems, no bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B. Other than that, you guys are good to go. You know, we don't have a, we have a mature rating, not an adult rating. So, what I am going to do now, so I'm going to give you like the first three, four callers so you have a heads up and kind of know where you are. And um, everybody is still good on the queue. All right, so we have our first caller will be uh, area code 972, followed by 323-207 and 731. Those are our first callers this evening. Let's go ahead and grab 972. 972, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I knew that was you. Hello. Welcome to the show, sweetheart. Thank you. I could just see you with your little bluebird and the stream <laughs> kicking it in the background. Uh-huh. That's such a yeah. nice visual. I love I'm it. Like, I'm like the furthest thing in the world from Snow White. In fact, I just, I, I have a, I do my paleontology stuff, and I just designed this shirt, and I'm making shirts and cups and things out of it because I just think it's cute. And But it, um, it's a little dinosaur thingy, and it says, I play with dead things. So if I'm <laughs> Snow White, I, 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 no. I've probably got a little, a little, you know, T-Rex balanced on my finger instead of a bluebird. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so what do you have for us tonight, baby? Well, I have two poems for you. One of them is a memory, and the other one is like a pep talk to myself. So, Ooh, I like it. Oh, thank you. Well, the first one is called Young Bulls. Young Bulls. Young Bulls in the enclosure fed on most tender grass watered by flowing streams and surly to human touch. They ram each other with their burnt-out horns, surging muscles rounded and defined, nimble eyes of molten volcanoes, desperate great divide of wheels in random pits of rage. My father and I stand in our silence of swords to the draw, map the journey of a callous soul. We negotiate wordlessly for my place at the table, King Vito and his three sons, for I am a girl, yet still the middle child who carries his passion and the bull's charge out of the chute. He nods and I stand behind the chute, followed by stares and objections from my brothers and farmhands. I straddle a mass of unpredictable muscles, held in a confined space, breathe out dread, rub sweaty palms on my pants, look at his head, anticipate, and relax into the laid back, just go and do. The time moment between the shadow spiral over the bones of a decadent matador and the drumbeat of blood flowers. Ride the black labyrinth, the granite features unbridled and unmuzzled, tremored and untamed, flaunt the seconds, 
life so dear in the sun, in the thunder and kicks of sharp hooves with the summons of unrising. Feral the blush heat, violent efficiency claims the body to the earth to rise as quickly as it fell. My brothers and I wrestle for dominance of the herd with blood, dust, and sweat. And Father Zeus watches us drive the back of his bucking, spinning thunderbolts, bruises with black and blue promises, and back to the chute with much to prove. End of poem. That was incredible. You should see him in the chat room, too. Love you, Aunt. Oh, you're, are you in the chat room? No, I'm not. in the chat room. It says, love you, Anna. Love your words. That was Jimmy, word machinist. Oh, hello, Jimmy. Yeah, he, well, yeah. So, so that was a memory that actually happened between my father and my brothers and I. So, I could t- I could tell that it was it was too. I was going to tell say before I interrupt myself that that was you know it was an incredibly vivid what I call slice of life piece of writing prose I wouldn't call it a poem I would call it prose yeah prose is a prose is a story that's just where's fancy it's it's like the cross dresser of the writing world you have stories you have you have <laughs> you have your your prose and then you have your poems okay you know so they're just they're stories that have way too much fashion sense I guess <laughs> but you have a way of writing that way and you do even when you do a more formal form or more traditional poetry style in your writing um it's like you you are you're it's it's captivating you the well, way that you. you phrase things the way that you write it draws us in you know and it always makes me think of you know we're scattered all over the world and you call in and the mic goes live right and the whole world's buzzing around you but you start reading and this is what I picture in my mind. You start reading, and the entire world stops. And all of a wow. sudden, it just goes silence. And there's this total silence. And they're all just listening to you. That's, that's how captivating, in my mind, that's how I see your words. You know, that your ability to tell a story, to be engaging, to be accessible in the, uh, the emotions that you're writing in it. You know, the way you're able to blanket us and envelope us in them. It's just phenomenal. All right. What was your second poem? It's called Arise. Arise. Go in the goodness of the dead with the flared moon bristled and worn. Life on asphalt floating on a poison trail in the guttural vines in the past. Find the heart of hearts. Overthrow the empire and the atmosphere. Get high. Get high and over the wall. Join the outlaws' midnight eyes and outrun your headlights. Lungs not metered to another's pedal, hurting petals in the moment's rose. Bag rhymed loneliness and poems. Empty, empty rain, the bloom on ribs, and a poem. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal, Anna. Cannot even begin to thank you enough for starting the show off in such a very, very cool way. Thank you. 
You're so welcome, honey. Fantastic. All right, do me a favor and tell everyone how to find you, Missy. Yes, everyone, please feel free to drop by and visit. I'd love to visit with you as well. Uh, you can find me on Anna Donovan, A-N-N-A-D-O-N-O-V-A-N, on Facebook. Very cool. So thank you, Nyla. Miss no White with the T-Rex. Baby T-Rex. <laughs> Baby T-Rex, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great night. You too, sweetheart. We'll, we'll talk okay. to you next week, love. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Can you guys tell that I haven't slept yet, that I'm just like, I'm sitting here and, you know, you, I got like pencils holding my eyes nice and wide for me so I can see the board. Oh, I love you guys so much. All right. Our next caller is area code. No, not that one. I knew we were going to have some problems with the board here. All right. Our next caller is 323. 323, you're on the air. I think this is Good evening. Hey, Edward. How are you, sweetheart? Uh, um, doing fine. Um, check your box when you get a chance. Um, you asked about Gina Storm, so I left a message in your box. You message your box. Okay. Very cool. Okay. And also left some uh, suggestions. Um, um, in your box as well. I would love to do a haku. Just meet you and I and just have callers just do haku. Since you, and that's part of your your daily um, love for writers and poets. To how about we just do a show just strictly haku? You see, see what they've done. If, if anybody's paying attention to you. Very cool. I was trying to think I was, while you were talking. I was trying to think in my head. I was tapping out my fingers, trying to. I was going to answer you in a haiku, but I didn't. I didn't. I got messed up on the third line. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. It's so good to hear from you. What do you have for us tonight, darling? It's and yes, I would love to do a show with you. By the way. Oh well, awesome. Let me know when you're ready. Whenever I'm ready. I left you my number as well, in, in the box as well. Oh, I thought that was Gina's number. Okay, that's your number. That's my All right. Number. Yeah. Cool. What I want you to do to prepare for this then, remember I told you there's like somewhere between 30 and 300 different forms, different it, haikus? It, it's actually 300, it's 301 to be exact. Is it? See, I knew. Yeah. I knew. I knew. Yes. <laughs> I knew it was something crazy like that. I want you to pick three, and one of them can be the 575 American Haiku. So you just have to find okay. two other. So when we do this, and I want you to tell me which ones you choose, and you can write some to that, and I will write some to that, those styles, and we will read some of our haikus written in that, those different styles. Okay. So when I get that out to you, I'll put it in your box. Yeah, it would be awesome fun. See, guys, this is how easy it is to put this together. All right. Go ahead. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Capri Quill. One haven't heard anything about the one kiss from that distant past. One have not been able to find the sequel to the prequel. How then do we or I go about picking up from where we left off at? For the few and plenty meaningful love triangles, forces of nature around 11 heaven, 
Rehearing my prayers to be loved once again from that prequel. Two male dogs don't kiss a stray when it's in heat. Hear anything about that part of your life sharing with me and you and even them? Can't see the seas from the four walls of pity. With all due respect, in a most humble Texas way, two bulls don't even share the same dress but Take it how you and I'll now reading this in a tropic air cyclone. To each his or her own way, but don't slide that into my sequel. If all the foods are bad and high-calorie acid, what shall we consume if everything is bad for us to consume? Act him in the Department of Health Products Provider FDA approved. Can we really trust anyone else? Of course, you and I can. He is the Lord of prayers and conviction. How to end misery before the arrivals under the title of a prequel? Damnation is upon us. Own your space beforehand and allow no one to flip the light switch on or off until you read the message under the bold red ink. Many times in the future, tenses as my previous present is being rendered with executive laws that have minimal effect on our freedom. Where's the House Committee now? Since Sunday at her job concerns me or my endeavors. Prequel in peace. Wow. That was incredible. Absolutely incredible. You're welcome. You are very welcome. I'm trying to... Chronicles, if Chronicles. Okay. If I have a degree, do I need to kiss ass to advance in corporate headquarters of any gender of general concerns? If I have a trade, could I escape kissing ass since I now own my certificate to make my own decisions based on my job skills acquired? What about those who don't have a if? It stands for degree, high degree, certificate, or trade to be graded on your skills, let alone the particular partials to do the said completion of the job in which certain antibiotic attributes needed to comprehend your if equal value to job description. If chronicles. Do I sell my soul despite having set dollars of job that needs to be performed to level to be able to obtain and keep the particular job on deck? Or do I duck my way into position since performance is and will be based on knowledge of said job? I'm amazed and amused to how far one must go and do to keep theory of money flowing like the ocean. Every ending movement she does. The ocean never sleeps. Her pesky forces keep her busy depending on actions we cannot see from beneath or below the crest of earth plank. If I was a gambler, would I bet for me and against me to break even when time and space occupy my thoughts to execute on a level, deem my degrees or trade on a license of my certificate to continue allowing me to sleep with the boss or his wife to keep a job? Well, let me tell you, outline the louder and ladder your bark, you and I know you must be able to back up your claims. Or, if chronicles. That was powerful. That was intense. Oh, Both of you. those were just, just like knocked out of the park tonight. I appreciate it. I, I'm very humble. Oh, I appreciate you. If I wasn't, you, you, you got, you got. God, I feel so bad. I feel like I'm just. I feel like I'm. Do I sound all blah tonight? Like I'm. Can you tell no, me I'm really tired? 
No, we all know that um, you're delusional and you need some rest. So it's all good. We love you. <laughs> as long as I don't start getting giddy or something, you know. Right. <laughs> if you, you hear me start salivating loudly and, and playing with my fingers, you'll know something's wrong. <laughs> a, a, a worst case scenario is just going to hang up because you're really tired. So That would not happen. What I would do is I would unmute everybody's mics. And then I would just go take a nap. <laughs> In fact, I That's should beautiful. do that some night. I should do that. Just do a free for all. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, you should do. You should do a cipher. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Be, that would be cool to do. Just unmute everybody and walk away. See how many are left standing when I get back. All right, love. Tell everyone how to find your sweetheart. You can find me, Ed McKinney, on Facebook, uh, Coach Ed at Instagram, or One Half Court Publishing on Instagram. You also can find me, um, Ed McKinney, on Linktree. Um, also, Sincere on Google at One Half Court Publishing.com. <laughs> Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you. Thank you. And we will talk to you next week. Absolutely. All right, baby. Bye-bye. All right. So I'm going to give our next three callers. We have 207, 731, and 702. Hey, Jimmy. I see you down there. All right. Let's go ahead and grab 207. 207, you're on the air. Hi, Nyla. Hey, sweetheart. It's Tammy Hendricks. How are you, Tammy? It is good to hear from you, I'm, sweetheart. I, I keep seeing you jumping in and out of the chat room, so it's like, you know, I hope that she's not having, you know, connection issues. No, Glad no connection here. issues, just running around issues. I'm moving into a new apartment tomorrow, so I'm kind of like busy packing up and trying to stay up with being on your site and and reading and <laughs> looking at the chat and 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 you know you could say it's okay to take a couple of those things off your plate and take care of the things that you need to do you don't we you know you're not a performing puppy we don't expect you to jump through hoops to keep us happy we'll love you even if you're busy but at least get your haiku in okay cool every day every day <laughs> and if someone gets mad because you're not there and you're busy, just tell them, you know, let me know and I'll write you a note. I'm a great note writer. And they, they yeah, it'll be okay. Yeah. So I can so, two people? Mm-hmm, yes. Okay. Um, I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to hear? Oh, two. You can read both of them. All fair in love and war or sweet slumber? I want to hear both, both of, them. of them. Okay. You can read two. I'm going to put all fair in love and war first. Um, But it's history. 
I have an aunt and an uncle who in the 70s were madly in love, and he was sent off to Vietnam. They had two daughters, and he never returned from Vietnam. He was assumed um, um, MIA, lost in action, and she, my aunt, tried to move on with her life because she hadn't heard from him in so many years. So her last effort to move on with her life was to put an ad in the local paper saying she was getting a divorce. That's what the state required at that time in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And so she did so. Well, it turned out he wasn't M.I. with MIA or anything like that. He was AWOL. <laughs> Man. So he he came home and literally sat down on their front porch and read the newspaper and saw in the newspaper where he was asking for a divorce. This This literally happened in the 70s. He saw, he read in the newspaper where she was asking for a divorce, and he went upstairs, took their children to the neighbors, went back home, shot her, killed her, then went out to his family's property and killed himself. See, now you guys wonder why I really like the company of of my dead thing, my dinosaurs and fossils and things. The yeah, it can be so messed up. That's just messed up. Yeah. Um, my niece, my nieces, his two daughters were raised by my grandparents. But this literally really did happen. So this is what the poem is about, and it's called All Fair in Love and War. Of good men. Transformed, inured, detached. He was of no wrath to claim, nor heart for loathing. Eyes that bled a scarlet tear for every holy creation that fell. A sickened, fleshy mass, now scarcely human, barely humane, consumed by all but a single spark called home. Ten thousand days, faith and prayers carried the souls of good women, conceived divine, standing conditions devoted. She of aching heart, hope damned and destroyed, ever passing silent moments after days, after years. No light shone for love once for all. A mission to move on, final plea written, sent out into the universe for all eyes. His weary body rested, a stolen moment to relish humanity. And there, in black and white, a sight to behold. Eyes that bled a scarlet tear for every holy creation that fell. 
Life is cruel. War is unforgiving. Love, peace, home. All that was needed, this tired man from which too much was asked, and now for naught for his weary travels. And so, with a heavy heart, a pistol and purpose, he did profess his pain and his love for all eternity. All fair in love and war. The end. That's just crazy. Absolutely awesome poem. And what is your next one, sweetheart? Okay. Um, It's called Sweet Slumber. It's much more lighthearted, just to let you know. (laughs) I woke to the twining of fingers, snaking beneath warm blankets, following the arching of my legs, risen slightly, gliding curves, dividing valleys in search of rivers, warm breezes burrow, kissing through locks of autumn, whispering, I love you. As we lay, bodies pressed and curled, twined and penetrating, drifting off together, I think how much I love when you come home late. That's the end. <laughs> Both of those were fantastic. And, again, you've got your little fan club going in the uh, the chat room. Jimmy says, oh, that's a, l- a little that's light erotica that. tonight, Tams. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you'll have to take a look at the chat room when I, when you get off here. Sweetheart, do All me right, a I favor. Will. I am so glad that you took the time to be here tonight and shared those with us, and I want you to let everyone know how they can find you and give you some love. Okay, I'm on uh, Facebook under Poet Tammy Hendricks, facebook.com, Poet Tammy Hendricks. And I'm on WordPress under Tammy L, as in Louise, Tammy L. Hendricks.wordpress.com. Thank you, Very Nyla, cool. for having me. <laughs> You're welcome, sweetheart. I appreciate you so much. I love you so much, and thank you for everything you do. Oh, you're welcome, Tammy. Love you, hon. We'll love you, too. You Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 731. 731, you're on the air. 731, that sounds awfully familiar, Nyla. (laughs) Hi, Michael. How are you, sweetheart? Doing fine. Do you realize that Women's Equality Day is today? According to my calendar, yes, it is. Personally, I am not buying into this concept. But I would say to all the women out there that I know, if you're willing to take a step down to a man's level, even for a day, for the sake of a perceived equality, all I can offer is a sincere thank you, even though I know you're just doing it to be nice. Oh, 
That was awesome. I know my place. <laughs> mm. I know where your place is. I have two poems today from two pretty awesome women in my world. One is from the past, one is from the present. Uh, the past. Um, in the 27th week of the 8th year, Marvin came down with the blogophilia props. Uh, those were the days. This prompt was answered by Barbara Kay, Barbara Kosteklis, or I called her Barbie Kay. And she posted this on August the 26th, 2015, six years ago today. And her poem goes like this. Focusing on Today by Barbara Kosteklis. Of other places, of other times, memories fade in the misty shades. Those were the days I've heard myself say. Those were the days in so many wonderful ways, never duplicated nor replicated, but in our memories to stay. Those were the days as my eyes begin to close and I drift into a sleepy haze. But then I wake up from my daydreaming reveries and put away those memories. For that's what's most important is today, where those memories are made to be cherished and pre preserved. And later on, when the timing is right, I'll find them as I left there, still precious and intact, scrapbook moments, fleeting wisps of time, fragile snippets tucked away within remote control moments, clicked on and off at will in the corners of my mind, where they remain still, for as one poet Robert Herrick has said, Thus times do shift, each thing his turn does hold, new things succeed as former things grow old. In peace. Wow. No, I've been reading her for a long, long time. And Barbara is amazing. We sure do miss her. Yep. Yep. All right. And your modern woman is? My modern woman, this is a girl named Debbie Pierce. She lives in Mississippi, and she writes just about a poem a day. She's the, she reminds me most of Tomty Hall, who just passed away. And and uh, I had already pulled this poem and gotten a permission to read it. Who passed away? Tom T. Hall. Okay. The greatest songwriter in my lifetime. Um, anyway, uh, I'd asked if I could read this to some friends, and she said that would be great. Um, she, like I say, she posts like one a day. And you can find her at the HTTPS colon slash slash pipersadventures.blog and it's spelled properly like it sounds P-I-P-E-R-S and then the word adventures and uh, this is this is her, she's, she's got a beautiful rhyme scheme every time it's all lyrical so I'm a little infatuated and if it shows that's just fine <laughs> this is 
Lily Pads by Debbie Pierce. Lily Pads. It was strictly a chance encounter, a young man fishing, an out-of-towner, a fallible young man with a paper clip, captured a lily pad when he took a dip. Taking the lily pad, he made his way home, tossed in another lake. It was alone. Time passes, the lily pad grows, now taking over the lake. How many no one knows. Disappearing aquatic life, unable to breathe, lily pads take over, time for it to leave. As the lake is clean, aquatic life reappears, grateful for the time spent by volunteers. End poem. Wow. Both of those are incredible. And you're right. The rhyme, the way that the rhyme in that is put together is flawless. Perfect. Yeah, you, know, you you forget. You you catch. I caught the first one, but then as I was listening, you forget. That's how well it's put together. And it just well, becomes melody. I highly recommend her. Join me along with the other thousand followers she has. You know. I'm really partial to Mississippi. I grew up in Memphis in the Mississippi Delta. So there. I speak the language. <laughs> I know the dialect. <laughs> you know, it was it was um um I can't remember when we were listening to Size Palm at the beginning of the show and he I can't remember what word he rhymed with it, but he used the word mates. And it's like, I want to live in the U.K. so that I can use words like mates naturally like that in my in my poems. I mean, it was just awesome. <laughs> but I'm glad I got to play that. I That got cut off last week, and I told you I was going to be closing the show with that, so I just wanted to make sure that we started it with this week. I wanted to... You did magnificently. Thank you. Thank you. By the way... All right, my... Yes, by the way... Uh, never mind how to find me. Uh, we'll worry about that later. Jimmy's on there later. Jimmy's supposed to read one of my poems on your show. I don't know if he's done it yet or not. Called Black Cat in the White Snow. So I do not done, think he has. If he hadn't done that, you remind him of that because this is one right here that's right up his alley. Really. <laughs> Trust me. Okay. Okay, I'm done. Find me, you, right. find me, you look for me, you find me over on Jimmy's Facebook page. That's where I'm at. Bye. That's where he puts all of us. All right. Say, say so well, long. So long, Mike. Bye. Love you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> hang up while I'm ahead. All right. This is Mike Todd. Our next caller, I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers. We have area code 219, followed by 702, and then 832. Let's go ahead and grab 219. I think that's Brother O. Brother O, are you with us? I'm doing now. Hey, sweetheart, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you feeling? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. 
It's really good to hear from you. Thanks. I appreciate it. So what do you have for us tonight, my darling? Going for the three people winning overcoming the year. That's the title of this uh, poem. My dear brothers and sisters, I've been blessed to be officially nominated for overcoming the year. Well, so, uh, the year the National Spoken Word Awards. It's a true testament that speaks to and my resilience that I've shown through my 46-year lifespan. I don't take this moment lightly. If I win this season award, I'll be one of the first poets in the nation to accomplish a three-peat as the Chicago Bulls teams of the 1990s did twice that decade. This will represent the reaching of the pinnacle of my spoken word career. As I maintain a high level of unwavering consistency for the last 11 years, greatness is written all over me. All I'm doing is watching my season of prosperity. As a defendant, two-time winner for overcoming the year, I'm facing very stiff competition. I'm feeling I'm mutual with just as worthy to be nominated for overcoming unique challenges in their own personal lives, and they have pushed me campaigning on another level. Y'all, my Lord, supporters have vote for me. My basic strategy was quite simple. Then an extra time posted about the nomination and getting my network of friends and put me back in the battle. Once I secured the nomination, I was on a mission to campaign for voters and get my little nominees, like a politician running for office. Dear brothers and sisters, I'm very optimistic about my chances of achieving my personal goal to win the overcoming the year at the 2021 National Sports Award Award for the third consecutive year in Paul. Strong, powerful, as always, Brother O. Thank you. You are very welcome. Are you reading one or two tonight, babe? This one's called I'm Not Be Defined by My Limitations. My dear brothers and sisters, we all have limitations in one area or another in our lives. However, we shouldn't allow people and things and circumstances to define us by them. Limitations are defined as limited rules or circumstances and putting restrictions on ourselves. Examples of limitations include restraints and constraints, checks and controls, clamp downs and obstructions, blocks, bars and barriers, dampers, deterrents, hindrances and impediments, breaks, rains and inhibitions. Limitations are also conditions of limited ability, defensive phase. We also call them imperfections and flaws. Shortcomings and weak points, inabilities and incapabilities, vices, weaknesses, frailties, and failures, disabilities, disadvantages, drawbacks, and deficiencies. My dear brothers and sisters, I'm the living example of not being defined by my 
limitations because they have not stopped me from achieving what I have set out to accomplish my in my life. One with a congenital heart condition, diagnosis of speech impairment, endured through open heart surgeries, placed in special education classes, but with the noticeable list of my childhood, classified as not being able to function on a social level, classified as angry, hostile, and antisocial, classified as an introvert, and classified as a loner who didn't know how to make friends. A classic underachiever who tried to gain acceptance by his peers by trying to be something that I wasn't. A C student, when I graduated from high school because I was a goofball. A very shy young man who was terrified to ask females out on dates. An intelligent brother was always overlooked, overlooked and unnoticed. I've endured numerous hospitalizations, endured having numerous procedures. I had a stroke two years ago that still affects my short-term memory at times. Now, taking 12 medications a day. Like all these numerous limitations I have going on physically, I still managed to graduate from both high school and college. I still managed to be very sufficient and independent. I still managed to have a very successful spoken word career and a thriving ministry which provides encouragement and inspiration to thousands of people every day on social media and in real life. I managed to serve as an usher and a deacon in my church for 15 years. And I managed to win numerous awards for my poetry, including two National Spoken Word Awards for overcoming the year. And plus, I managed to have a steady relationship over here, and I managed to be blessed with family and friends who do care about me. Plus, numerous other accomplishments that I could that I could talk about. My dear brothers and sisters, God has blessed all of you with special gifts and talents, despite. All of your unique limitations, whether it be physical or mental or whatever. Remember one thing. Do not allow yourself to be defined by defined by them in form. You know, it's it's amazing once when you realize how much you've been through and how much you've overcome, you know, and how you've been able to stay strong and positive and you know, not let something beat you. I mean, obviously you won't let something beat you. It's just, I think it's awesome. I appreciate you reading and sharing with us tonight. Oh, you're welcome, Nala. Tell everyone how to find you, Brother O. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You can find me on Facebook under Omar Brother O. Gavin. As I probably uh, mentioned in the second poem, I'm actually nominated for overcome the first poem. I'm actually nominated for Overcome the Year for the third year in a row at the National Spoken Word Awards, plus two other awards, and I will be the red carpet host of of the of the ceremony. So I'm really looking forward to that experience. And uh just uh just connect with me and uh 
And if you need a dose of inspiration or positivity throughout the day, just come, just come connect with me and come check me out. And as always, thank you for your support. You are very, very welcome. And we will talk to you next week, Brother O? Yes. Perfect. All right, sweetie. Thank you so much for sharing with us tonight, okay? Thanks, Nala. I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate you. Bye-bye, hun. Take care. All right. So now we have, let's get this taken care of. I'm having an issue with the board. I'm trying to stall while it gets muted. Okay. All right. So now our next caller is 207. No, 7. No, 7. Where's 7? Where's 7? Where is he? Oh, looks like he got knocked off. But I've got him. We're going to keep this because I write the numbers down. 702. You are on the air. Hey, Nyla, how you doing? Jimmy Ray Davis. Hi. How you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing good, yeah. The call dropped right as Brother O was finishing up. <laughs> well, I always, because always... we do have issues with the board sometimes, I always write the numbers down I, on my little spiral notebook I keep beside the the uh, computer. You guys should see it, too. While you guys are reading, sometimes I sit here and I'll doodle your face or I'll, you know, draw. You'll say something and I'll sit there and my, I'll draw. And it's kind of like um, some people, if they have music to listen to and they study, they study and concentrate much better. I'm that way with doodling. So I'm sitting there listening to you and, and you know, you'll say something and I'll draw a picture of it while you're reading it. You know, little things out of your poems. It's crazy. That's why you're the queen. <laughs> and, and 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 you're addicted. You're addicted to that input. You know. I mean, I I can honestly picture you now anywhere you go. I don't care if it's a supermarket. You got that notepad and you're writing down everything. <laughs> That's awesome because I used to do that too all the time. <laughs> I mean, you've known me for a long time. Do you remember the picture of the? Um, all the poetry I wrote on my shower wall that I had posted. Yes, yes. Now that you mentioned that, I do. Awesome. And I had a picture oh, of me cool. driving down the road in the middle of a torrential downpour. It's a picture. I'm holding the camera under my chin against my chest, and I take a photograph of me driving and writing with the notebook on the steering wheel while it's just horrible. I had that up. And then... Oh, I woke up one day. You ever wake up and have a dream and you just have to write it down? Yes, yes. I woke up and I had this, I had this poem in my head and I had to write it down, but I couldn't find my paper, but I had a pen, so I wrote it on my thigh, and then I took a picture of it. <laughs> and uh, Osmoto had a, had a uh, picture uh, edition, their journal. They, they published um, photographs of poetry. And I entered that, and they ended up publishing that one. It was really cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Do you, do, you, do, you remember, do you remember this, Nyla? Do you remember a poem I wrote um, quite a while back about a certain spirit wild? I do. What was the name of that again? 
What was that? Uh, I know I'm just testing you. It was. Um, I can't remember what I had did yesterday. Don't expect me. I'm too old. Like, We've been on the air no, 15 no, years. No, I'm, I'm not letting you off the hook on this one because this was a special piece. That, this was the Wildwood Motel. Yes. That's my favorite poem of yours. I know. It's you know that. And unfortunately, it's one of it's currently one of my lost poems. So you don't have it anywhere, do you? It would be in the archives. I don't know. I, did I read that? I might have. No, I wrote it. All right. Well, we'll get we'll get back to that. I want to get the show moving on. We want to get Lance. We want to get the whole crew on. We want to get the gang uh, going. Uh, Michael Dodd, Mike was just on, and he did mention a poem that he sent to me. Um, and it's really cool, you know. We we have we've talked about this before. We have this community of us poets that have really had connection for quite some time now. And uh, I think the coolest thing is you can not be in contact for months, even years, and then when you finally are, it's just bam, reconnection. Like, like you, yeah, like, like no like time has passed at all. Right. And um, and Mike, you know, all just I mean, I can I won't even. Gush right now, I can go on and on, but just love his style, love everything about what he writes. And he actually contacted me um, about a little over a month ago, and he, had, he told me he had this poem, that, this older poem of his that he wrote, and he just thought it would be great to have me read it. And I mean, that's, uh, you know, I mean, I couldn't be more honored. That's just too, <laughs> you know, that's amazing <laughs> in and of itself. So, uh, so I said, yeah, and I just hadn't had the chance, and I'm glad he, I mean, I actually had it queued up for tonight, but I'm glad that he mentioned it because it kind of puts it into light. Uh, this poem was written by you him know, in 2000. Uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, all the years that we've known each other, I'm really surprised you and I have not written a collab on something or worked on something. Uh, it's going to be like the ultimate masterpiece, and we can't rush that, you know. We just, uh, yeah. We have to, we have to, and plus, we're both between, now I know how busy I am, and I know how busy you are. I mean, I'm amazed that I can get what I get accomplished as it is, and same for I you. know it's crazy. How do you find time to do all? You put all those people's faces on all those pictures. I was thinking about yeah. that today, and I love mine. Oh my God! I have to tell you that I have to take them. You guys just have to wait a second. I love my picture. I love that dress. I love those stockings. I have like a serious stocking fetish. What? You know, shoe, well, I, I have I have shoes and so, I own shoes and stockings that have a lot of dust on them, but their only purpose is to wear in bed. That's how much I love stockings. <laughs> and the, that, I looked at those pictures, those stockings, and that picture, I want those stockings. That's just my thing, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why well, I told that, you. I feel so much closer <laughs> to you now. <laughs> yes, and, and everyone else who's listening, absolutely. Uh, oh, this is just between know, us. <laughs> yeah, you know. The uh, the refaces took off. It was just a fun little thing, and it just really took off. And I've kind of developed this, and I, it's just it must just be natural. But I'm getting really good at matching the nuances of, of the faces, but also personalities and clothing. I get you would not, but when you see it on the post, a lot of times people say, "I can't believe, uh, you know, this is my favorite." Like you said, clothing, or this, uh, or when I was doing the famous writers, this was my favorite writer. Lance loved uh, that I picked Walt Whitman for him. Um, I think that's what I, I can't remember what I had for dinner last night either. Uh, but um, you know, and it's and it's and that's really cool. That's um, you know, it just uh, makes it somewhat meaningful. 
But this, neither did, are you there? I'm here. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay, so this is uh, written by Michael Todd, 2007. It's called Black Cat in the White Snow. And Mike, if you're listening, I'm going to do my very best to do this justice. Black Cat stands aloof in a dusting of snow, unaware of his shadow from the lamplight's glow. Is he coming or going? Is he fine with not knowing? Unaware, he's so often deemed the cause of woe. Why saddle such burden on this creature so slight? Such leering glances be reserved for black nights. Nine lives may seem many to you, but ye know not what he goes through. Octagon past and gone, next time is four last rites. His cause for worry founded, plans seemingly run afoul. Hair stands on back, ears approaching mournful howl. No advantage being black tonight, no place to hide in terrain of white. Black cat frozen in fear, hears the sound of wolf's growl. End poem. <laughs> now, you know, I, mean, I, I, mean, I think he is very excited. Well, I know I am. I just it's it's just so cool. And I, I used to do that all the time on my shows. And I just had people would ask me, and I, and I would throw it out there. I mean, hey, if you want me, then maybe they couldn't get on the show. And I'd say, hey, Go ahead, wait, me. hang on one second, Jimmy. Mike, are you it's with so us? Cool. And I, I used to do that all the time on my show. And oh, I, I can hear it correctly. Mike, I unmuted your mic. Wait, hang on, wait a second. Mike, are you with us? Hey. Hi. Are you talking to me? I am talking to you, Mike. Turn your radio down. <laughs> I had the radio up because it was clearer than my phone. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing really well. Jimmy read your your piece, so I thought I'd bring you on so you could, you know, be a part of that process. Well, I just really enjoyed it. It's everything I was looking for. Everything I was hoping for. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, uh, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. He got it. He put it in his, in his, uh, macabre, somber tone that I could, I was, I heard it. I heard it just reading aloud it just exactly the way he eventually did read it. So I couldn't be any more excited. Um, um, I've been doing this stuff for a long time, okay? It's the first time I've ever heard anybody read one of my poems. Jimmy? That's something else, isn't it? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, the first time I, I had somebody, somebody read one of mine, it was just, I, I mean, I don't know if it's the same feeling you're getting, but it's, it's almost surreal. You know, it really is. I, I could remember writing that poem. That was a challenge poem for a, a show, a Thursday night show, I believe it was, for Harmony Writers, Legacy Writers at Harmony Pub. Uh-huh. That's what we called it. That's what we called yeah. it. Yeah, I remember So, uh, yeah, that, that one was done during the, uh, the summons from something. I didn't know what was coming up that night. So, yeah, I, I remember the whole process that came right back. So I guess that's coming full circle. But I do appreciate you for doing that, sir. I, I really do. Well, I really – I'm honored that you asked me to read it. And uh, it, it was uh, it was, it was, uh, it was just a great experience for me as well. Thanks, thanks a lot, Mike. I appreciate it. I love this bromance. Did you hear Pro- that? Bromance. That's- Poet, it's, it's poetry 
brother <laughs> romance. Hey, yeah. you know what? That's what it is. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just going to call up Nicole Morgan and say, you ain't going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, thank you for letting me grab you on real quick without notice. Appreciate you, babe. Thank Thanks, you, Mike. Uh, all right. Do you want to read a second one? Yeah, I'll do one. Uh, this is a, my most recent poem. Uh, Nyla, I think you uh, – yeah, I, I think you read this one. Black Mask Words. Do you remember reading that one? I can't remember if you commented. I know you get on when you can, but – Yeah. Um, Anyway, I'll remember more from the words than I will a title. This is my latest poem. And uh, I posted yesterday, yesterday, the day before. Black mask words. Black mask words hurt. Lurching stoic beyond the realm of your understanding. I hand you the throttle, no brakes, as we rush headlong into an abyss that was never there before. Church bells in the distance signify life, a sliver of happiness that will bulge into madness and greed. And just knowing that someone somewhere is burying a body right now sobers me like nothing else. Time was once my friend, teasing that carefree child who is now old, rife with cynicism that started with the myths of youth dispelled. The mirror doesn't lie. And that fucking train rolls on and on and on. Do you love? Do you reach into your soul just to give? Weathering the smiles like acid mixed in the water supply. Oceans become deserts in a cataclysmic eye blink. I write. That is all. There is no magic. Just smoke and mirrors from that kid who became nothing. We just loved writing, developed a knack, black mask words, like rain falling from a cloudless sky. And poem. Wow. That was incredible to me. Thank you, Nyla. You are absolutely welcome. Hey, let me ask you something. What are you doing right now? I'm sitting in my car finishing my soda. In your car? Are you hiding from the kids? No, no, no. I, I honestly, with the, well, I mean, with the sounds in the house and, the, and all the commotions, not as bad as when they were little, but, uh, yeah, no, the car's <laughs> where I always call in from. I, I, windows are up, air conditioning's on, uh, good acoustics. Uh, this is my little studio, so. <laughs> good acoustics. <laughs> plus, awesome. plus the, the other advantage is if you want, if you need something, I can run to the store for you real quick, so. Oh, that's cool. I'll figure out something yeah. I need. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nyla, um, so do you want to hang Ray out with me for a little bit? Yeah, I'll hang out for a little while. Um, see how it goes. i got to pick up Big Mike from work here fairly soon, but I can hang out for a little bit. Let's um, yeah, keep you on with me. We'll take a couple calls. least I can do for making me look gorgeous in that green dress. Hey. You always look gorgeous, too. Thank you. Who do we got? Who's next? All right. So our next caller is, oh, you'll like this, 832. 832, you're on the air. 8326, followed by 8322. So 8326, you're on the air. And? 
Why do I want to be on now? Who, who said I need then, to be on now? Then you shouldn't have put your hand up. I'm going to take you when I want. In fact, I'm going to probably like take you totally out of line and very first thing next time just to totally fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's kind of interesting that you uh, asked, uh, asked Jimmy to, to come up on there with you for a minute because I, uh, there's, there's two pieces that I've got for the scene, and I, I think he'll, uh, I think if he, I think he'll find it at least interesting, if nothing else. So, without further any tip, the uh, first one is called uh, "The Already Dead." The I like it already. The barriers. <laughs> cool, baby. All right, then. Uh, oh, no worries, no worries, bro. They thought they could bury us. They didn't know we were seeds. How to kill the already dead when light is a scintillation and a breath just before dawn. Gasoline. Light, dark. When creation holds still, neon, waiting to see, waiting for the first strike of light or lightning, the All is ready. The choices made between the extremes, subtleties, all the behavior of men, pulsing veils, living coals, speaking. Seeking to erase a memory. Blue flags of mist, a slipping fog that leaves no trace of humanity. Just an echo of the purling night. Oh, the sweet habitat of strange beings, claws and bloody teeth, their smiles shine. Peel the fruit from its rind. Shades and sequels and scales fall in reptilian splendor, the gift of rhythms, the breathing beat of a heart. Old bones, ancient dress, we sing to our ageless families, the ones left dreaming after a cowardly slaughter, the ones mown down by the progression of weapons, the crank sheen of Hotchkiss, the endless crash of repeater rifles, there are the few left behind to bury the interminably dead. We have calculated the gray sunlight, the rising shadows of ash, blood temperatures raised to fever pitch the death of all that was. We raise our fingertips, taste the salt, and remember wood smoke and laughter. Death and opinions of what to do with a whole lexicon of backlisted, blacklisted life, ancient verbs that take us beyond the stars. The journey of the harvest path. Two sticks in a maze of hollow threats we have already experienced death. How do you kill the already dead? The range of motions and motives are never clear. We map out our resistance, rub clean the art, parchment, and vellum using caricatures of geometric sign to tell a story, portraits, profiles, streaked with color. We shall name them with hieroglyphics. 
Worn-out excuses, timelines, storms shattered the bones of living things, and makeshift curiosity, the dead dealing out blows to those still in denial. How do you kill the already dead? Stop speaking their names. Our children will not allow that to happen. Shortfall of the sunrise, dawn is breaking, gospel need. We shall speak the names, relive all of the safeguarded dreams, and begin the day with the affirmation that all life continues. We continue. Let earth never ends, and with the light of constellations, everything begins again. We are the ghost road born, and we are always walking our way home, followers of the shades of dreaming. Jimmy, you want to go first? Uh, first of all, Lance, I want to ask you this. Have you recorded that? No. Okay. So you know how Nida likes to give out homework, and she likes to, since I'm kind of doing a mini little co-host here, um, I'm going to give you some homework. I, I want that piece recorded and sent to uh-huh. Nyla, and that needs to be played uh, with some regularity. Nyla, what do you think? I think it's, yeah, that one would be amazing. See, uh, All of his would uh, be amazing, but that one is really well, good. Well, I was going to say that, I, I mean, and, and I, you know, I, we, I just, me and Michael just kind of did, and I know me and Lance are going to do this here, and Nyla, me and you do it all the time, but, you know, the, we're gushing over each other's stuff because it's, it's good. We love it. And, uh, but Lance, I, I just there's a there's this real emotive, timeless power in like every piece of yours that I've that I've read, and um, and I love the way you read that. It, it was like you know what it reminded me of. What it made me this is what I was picturing as 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 you're as you're reading it is it was kind of like I was picturing an apocalyptic wasteland, and now this is just not for what you were reading, but for the setting of, of the way your voice was making me feel. And there's this radio, and that's your poem that's playing on it. And it's just, like, it just, it's it's unbelievable. You have this, uh, well, you have the gifts, man, and I love it. I love that piece. Nyla? I thought it was fantastic. He's been listening to me blow kisses up his butt for 15 <laughs> years, so... It was yeah, probably really know. nice for him to hear someone else gush on him for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, I, I've always, I mean, I've always admired Jimmy and, and a lot of his work that he's done. You know, because yeah, we, I mean, all, I mean, all three of us, you know, we all started back in the MySpace days. This isn't our first go round on anything of what we're doing now, you know. And so, I mean, you know, yeah. Jimmy and you, and myself, you know. You know Always rolling up underneath the, the name Soldier Blue, you know we all we're all out there, and uh, so we, you know, like I said, this is this is uh, this is kind of like uh, after we've uh, gone through about five evolutions. Well, it's uh, I know exactly what you're saying, Lance, and it, it you know, but it's and here we go again with that time. I mean, you take it back what Nyla, 15 years longer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's 
it's almost um, when I read or I or I listen to you, bo- both of you, um, and and anyone else from back then, and we, that we you know stayed even in remote contact with. It's like no time has passed, and it's almost like this comforting uh, blanket because no matter what changes in the world, the world itself, and even the poetry scene, we don't. We still write and speak it the way we always have, and it's very comforting. I think so. I think so. Well, here's the second one. It's uh, called So Dark. Holmes and Shabby. Dreams so dark it is a relief when the reckoning comes. Igaku. Streaks of color become light within the eddies of rose water. Bone fodder, wedges of wood, blood carries that same effect. As death winds blow, chanson, ceaselessly, sleeplessly, whispers issuing like smoke, from lips. Long motionless upon faces no one sees, counting the dead, counting the dead. Formless, fixed, no shadows, no resistance. Gedake, no dregs to drown, drown, no intentions, no inventions, no homelessness. Just another walk to the store. An Indian girl, high risk. Sticks of a restless life, counting the dead, counting the dead. Holte Shabe. Dreams so dark there is no heart beat. Smoothed out from rough bone shield, skull born keeper, sounds of assonance. Connectivity to creation makes it easy to hear. The songs of the slain of the dead, songs for the dead, root systems never died, touching, seeking all that remains of my silent sisters, counting the dead, counting the dead. Solemn vows, riotous acts, the visages of sharpened shadows, counting darkness. Tapping out ribcage rhythms, the crows speak volumes of solace for our silenced sisters. Embers burn, flesh withers, and the ignorant try to keep secrets. Gender genocide, populations, numeric wars, the never-ending prejudice of dying. Whose dead got counted? Swamplands, marshlands, upheaval of forest lands. The nightmare, the highlanders, the indigenous dance with the muted moonlight. Silent sisters weep, sitting in the dead spots. Parts of earth leached from sight. Where the gone missing, where none can find them. Silent female cairns of earth, though they pray one will. Some one, anyone, the right one's will. Starlight, stars, chips that sip beneath drowning oceans, they're stirring, not easily felt. Patterned forays of venturing forth under dawn's light, waiting for the lightning to strike. Counting down the echo ripples 
of thunder, thorny rivers, watered crash, flash flood, dearth of recognition, cognition, followed dreams, folded over. Everyone sleeps hard upon the heartbeats of those already missing, the already dead, already murdered at uneasy rest. R.I.P. means nothing beneath sable silver moonslight. The wind moves about the earth and women, children, sadness, sorrow, a supper that never satisfies. Deathly abuse, the dark winds call, comb the backwash of sound and distance. Counting the dead, counting the dead. There are so many missing, murdered indigenous women. Raise the horizon lines, ride the wings of the messenger crow. The search continues, counting the dead, counting the dead. In peace. Wow. Oh, man. Incredible, Lance. Just incredible. A <laughs> um, couple things. Uh, you, first of all, you know, it's just, you have these epic pieces that, for me, it's always been like, I could literally take any part or stanza of it, and it's almost like, it flows with the rest of it, but it's, it could be a standalone piece almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's no way, and Nyla, you can back me up there, so there's no way you can read a cutter poem without making yourself go back and read it a couple more times so you soak everything in. Um, also, Lance, you have this really uh, unique way when you're speaking the poem where you, you hold and stretch certain words, and it almost it's almost chant-like but it's lulling and it really, it really brings you, brings you into the piece. Um, just great. And Nyla, just to give, show you exactly how much respect I have for this man, uh, Lance is one of the only people that I will actually, and I did this, I think Lance, you remember in the last, I think it was a poem I wrote last year during my first part of my comeback, if you want to call it that. Uh, I actually messaged him and asked him to read a poem that I was going to post and asked for some advice on uh, the, some parts of it and, and some of the, um, the nuances, and he helped me out. And that's, I mean, that's respect right there. It's a great piece, Thank you. All right, Soldier Blue, tell everyone how to find you, love. Okay. Well, on, uh, on Facebook, you can find me at uh, Rafe Wild, and then underneath in parentheses, it says Soldier Blue. And then also I have the uh, podcast that I'm working on, uh, which is Red Earth One, and just put those uh, three words together, but not as one, just uh, you know, like a sentence almost, I guess. Yeah, RedEarthOne.com, and that'll get there. And uh, that's what I'm doing right now. Very cool. All right, darling, we'll talk to you next week. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Oh, I love it. All right, honey. Take care, buddy. All right, you too, Mr. Jimmy. I appreciate you, bro. All right. Let's go ahead and grab. Uh, come on now. Uh, sing for the people while I kick the board. 
The pirate ship is sailing along the stormy seas. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you, you didn't watch these candies? I think it's oh, awesome. Oh, God. I, I actually rewrote Rebel that uh, for the um, for, for Speakeasy. I wrote a version of that for Speakeasy. Well, you're, you're going to have to. i got a question before you have to go. Let me know when you have to go. But before you have to go, I have a question I want to ask you. But let's grab Rebel and get him on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you talk about as many people as I can before you have to go. Okay. Oh, hello. Mr. Jones. Hello, hello. Hi, Steve. Hey. How are you? How y'all doing tonight? I'm, I'm doing fantastic. I, too, anytime I call into a show, do it for my vehicle. Smart man. There we go. <laughs> See, it's not just me, Nyla. This you, is you, have, you have to run to... You have to run to a... Like, a public bathroom and lock the door, you know, or an empty bathroom, because there's no, no better acoustics in this world than a bathroom. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the car, Nyla. Yeah, the car is my comfort place. This is my spot. Um, I've been stretching my pen because cause with this poetry thing, I've done like the philosophical, spiritual, erotic so I've reached a little deeper into my dark side, and I've been I've been I've been dabbling with that, and so this is a little something different for me. All right, so now you got my answer. My first poem side. is going to be called Legion. We are madness. All right. I dream as I walk this night. Thoughts manifest more thoughts I get. So lost within this maze, stuck in the web of all these fucking thoughts. There are other voices speaking in here. Whom do they belong to? Lost in here. We are lost in here. All of us. Me, you, lost in here. All of us. There I was alone this night, you mean. We were alone this night, walking through the hills as I. You mean we stared up into the great big darkened sky. Thing I saw, you mean we saw. What is that whispering, that chattering in my ear? A thing we saw, it disappeared and into one side of a dissipating cloud and did not return or exit from any side. An eerie feel fell over us upon this happening, this very far-fetched bizarre occurrence of this vanished light. The dreams we had this night left us feeling parallel to ourselves from within another realm, sort of like a reflection of me or maybe of us in its own world and in charge of its own motions and decisions made. How could this be? This isn't real. It couldn't be. I mean, it's just a dream. Oh, how I wished. I mean, we prayed, but unfortunately for us, the uneasy feeling in this gut tells us we, me, this shit is really happening. What? We have witnessed this night has driven madness right from up out of me. This we and me scratching violently to escape and taste what it means to be individually free. Free for me to choose for them their existence, their reality. And that's that piece. Wow. <laughs> Man, I loved it. Listen, that's now, Nyla, you might be able to, you can agree with me on this. Uh, I hope you can. Uh, Rebel, this is, uh, see, this is exactly what I try to tell people. Now, the way you read that piece, the timber in your voice, the way you stretched it out, 
I mean, just magnificent. And what you did was you gave it dimension that it cannot have on paper. I mean, we always say that. We say, well, you know, we're reading and, and, and you know, we, we, we want to get it across. We want people to hear us. And that's fine. You know, that's fine. But that's only part of it. The emotive yes. expression in your voice, the words you're using. I love, And I'm going to tell you right now, I love the inclusion. I, I love the profanity because it's not overdone. It's to exemplify. And yes. honestly, uh, I just everything that a spoken word piece is supposed to be, as opposed to a written piece, was done right there. And bravo I to you, I appreciate sir. that. Thank you. Hats off to you, too, sir. Thank you. Nyla? Yes, sir. Oh, I was gonna, I was asking for your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to take your show over. I want to know what you think. <laughs> no, I'm I'm loving sitting here listening to you guys and and uh yeah, like I said, everybody gets to hear me all the time. Everybody's heard me. Everyone's to, nobody wants to hear me. We all yeah, want to so. hear that. We all want to hear you. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> so but. I did bring one more piece, too, called Spaceman. Okay. All right. And this is a fairly new piece. These words I write have been crafted from lifetimes of failures, pain, and madness as my thoughts are ravished by static and white noise. That boy. Who said that? It is I, your madness, here ready to help you make the next reckless choice. So many voices, and here's a fun fact there's more than just me in this skin and blood sack. I take only steps forward, never with regrets of looking back. Now I realize my mind sounds like a nightmare moving 186,282 miles per hour. But once I accept that it is what it is, I've found it to be really quite beautiful. For I'm living, breathing, and thinking for more than just one, for more than just me. But there is a mind, a whole universe inside of me, very much alive inside of me with an ancient spirit attached to me. I have a healthy fear for the future because a lack of it has almost killed me in the past. The space outside and the space within is a infinite and vast, and in it I can travel as far back as the history of this spirit's lifeline is. It is mapped out across life's timeline. There's a fine line between love and what a man will do or tolerate before he obliterates his whole world to open a new chapter, a new story with a new purpose and a new travels and challenges ahead in this story they call life. That if done right, one can live infinite lifetimes in one existence in one life. Time is a concept that will leave you in a stagnant race against yourself and the illusion that you're moving in a forward direction doing your best when really you are enslaved to the ticking clock of the man-made clock in the calendar of days made no to embrace responsibility of a good working conforming slave to a commanding man who minimally pays in almost unlivable ways how we Tellurians forgot what we really are and that we are currently characters on a world stage in a man-made story with the same history repeated page after page and that's that piece <laughs> okay so you know honestly neither you I, she should have me bring a pen and paper here I got I'm like forgetting everything I'm gonna say so as I'm soaking that in uh there 
you know, okay, so everything I told you about the first piece that you that you read uh, is present, uh, but I'm also I'm also hearing a, a, a slightly different a variation of the voice, and that's awesome because that's what you want to do. You want to have uh, me and Nyla talked about it, maybe three to five to maybe even seven slight variations of your voice that you use depending on the piece. Um, so in this piece, I heard uh, a lot of power. But then I also heard that tempered with an almost, you, you switched to almost a, at the exact right moment to almost a pleading tone, and then there was an emotion change, the pitch changed at one point, and it all went with the words just just magnificently. Um, and uh, I also noticed that you have some really uh, intricate uh, uh, internal rhyming going on, but it's, it's almost yes. imperceptive, which, which is, is beautiful because what that does is, it, it, it doesn't. It, it, there's no sing-songy anything going on. You almost can't tell. You got to listen for it. You almost can't tell that there's rhyming in there, but there's a little bit. It's real intricate, and the nuance is just uh, absolutely wonderful. Loved it. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. You got it. I love and, it when my kids play well together. Oh, look at you! Such a sweet man. So, you know, I like to always um, take off by saying look me up on YouTube, uh, Poetry by Rebel Jones. I'm on Facebook. I was Rebel Jones on Facebook, but then that profile got um, banged up, so I had to start another one. So I'm R Madman Jones on Facebook. Um, I, I just love doing this, and I'm writing a few books right now. I'm writing a book of dark poetry and short tales of darkness. Um, I'm writing a full-length novel right now. It's a kind of a prophetic fantasy written poetically. It's, it's uh, the story of Lilith, but in current days. Um, it's called Raven in the Owl. And then I'm just working on a bunch of poetry books, too, that with all these kids and being a husband, I don't really have all the time in the world to work on them. I barely get to call in once or twice a week at different shows, so. I hear that. I definitely hear that. Oh, that sounds like you got a lot on your plate. Sounds like some really good stuff coming up. Definitely make sure to keep us updated because I don't know about you, Nyla, but you got me interested. I appreciate that. Thank you. And thank you for waking up today. You got it, sir. <laughs> thank you, sweetheart. We'll talk to you next week, love. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Let's go ahead and grab our next caller. You still good to hang with us for a bit? Yep. Okay. So that was... Where did my other 832 go? 832. All right. So we need to bring on... All right, that's, yeah, there she is. Okay. All right, so looks like Uma's call dropped, but I, I write the numbers down so nobody loses their place if that happens. I'm going to go ahead and bring her on. Um, you guys, we've got an hour left, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to run down the lineup real quick so you kind of know where you are. We have area code six, uh, no, area code three, uh, mm-hmm. 832, next. 
followed by 506 8 uh 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 how is this happening how 832 is on here twice that's weird actually okay Bye, get it together anyway, i know right okay yeah so <laughs> we have 832 it's going to be followed by 615-863-216-903-815-712-506-732-807-501. And I'm reading all of those off because that's the lineup we have to get on the next hour. So I'm going to have to drop this back to just one poem per person, please. One poem per person. And... uh, I'm going to keep my comments down. I'm just going to let Jimmy comment and uh, see if we can get through you guys and make sure we get everyone on. So let's go ahead and grab 8322. 8322. There we go. Uma, are you with us? Yes, Linda. How are you all doing? Hi, sweetheart. I'm glad you were able to get back on the show. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I I ran out of battery, so I had to switch it back on. So uh, I understand that we do have time limited, and I'd like to read some poems, but I'm very confused of what to read because there are about small poems, one, two, three, four on today's list, and then another one which is already posted on my blog. And um, I think I will go ahead and read a poem that I published before, and uh, you might like me read it too, and others too. And this is a small poem that I would like to see. You hear it. It's called, Indeed, You Are Mine. I can see you smiling as you find me in your heart. I can hear you calling as you see me close by. I can feel you caring, protecting me from the freeze. I can feel you exhaling as you hold me close to your heart. I can find my rhythm in you as your heartbeat lines with me. Like a breath of fresh air from a star in the heavens. Krishna, indeed, your presence is divine. Or why would you pick me up so you could claim you indeed are mine? When I look at you in awe, offering nothing more than admiration, call me mine, not a dried leaf of wine, not a speck of dust fine. Indelibly mine. End point. Wow. That was a very nice piece. Uh, I especially liked, uh, you had your pauses in, in really good spots, which made it almost conversational, which is really important because now the listener feel, can really feel what you're saying. Uh, also, uh, the words felt like they really came from your heart, and that, and, and, and you intoned them very clearly. So, uh, Nyla, I think we got another winner here. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I love hearing my friends say nice things about my other friends. 
Well, Nyla, you know, you're taking a big chance here because, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I, what I think, and, and so far I've just loved all the poems I've heard, so that's so I like them all, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. We are lucky that way. All right, Uma, do me a favor, my sweet girl, and tell everyone how they can find you. Sure. Um, care of Nyla, Alicia, Spookies Cafe. Yeah, right here. That's the only place <laughs> in the whole world. <laughs> Someday I'll take the duct, duct tape off, Uma, I promise. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mike, uh, for, you know, uh, the compliments. And that all the credit goes to the real nice people, the real nice poets who read on this show, because over the years I have learned how to say my words, how to use them, how to learn and how to relearn and how to explore. All these things is possible because I follow the prompts, I hear the radio um, as I wait on because I was not getting the first, very first um, time that I used to, uh, I, I wanted to, but um, what happened was that be, being um, able to listen to everybody's poems, Naila, make sure that I always get to talk to um, any time, only after waiting, at least listening five to ten poems minimum. So that way I learn something, and this is what I adore about this program. It's like people coming to your home and reading the poems while you are still at home doing something that you like. So I'm putting pants on. on. And uh, many, many thanks to you all. It's an awesome program, and I love and love and love to participate in this program. Thank you so much, Uma. We'll talk to you next week, love. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Bye-bye, all. All right. Good night. Good night. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code... Seven, no, I'm wrong. I lied. Where are we? We're six one five, right? Six one five. I don't have 615, your board. Six one five, you're on the air. Nyla, it's Clarence Ferguson Jr. Jimmy, nice to meet you. Hey, Clarence. How you doing, yeah, sweetheart? Uh, I'm doing well. Had to. <laughs> had a couple of teeth taken out last week. Ooh, How did that go? Are you okay? Doing okay? <laughs> oh, I'm okay. I just got to get two more ready and then get some dentures. Finally. <laughs> that sounds fun. I've got a plastic retainer in mine right now, and it's so hard to talk. Uh, I believe you're doing just fine. Thank you. So what do you have for us tonight, baby? Well, I have this piece mainly dedicated to what I've just had done. And it's called, I Refuse to Be One of the World's Devices. I'm wary of replacing these cracked and missing teeth with veneers implanted because I believe the government would track me like a GPS system so there would be no sense to hide. 
and with the remote control devices they hold in the palm of their hands, I'd receive signals. Pain searing through the gum lines and tackling me to the asphalt, causing arrhythmia and hallucinations out of my vertigo. Playing with the horizontal and vertical, I'd be a cyborg. Within the circumstances of how this new world order circle, hearing the high-frequency waveforms pierce my cochlear. I'd be the PlayStation, the Xbox, the Nintendo buttons. Left, right, up, down, pause, reset, shut down, press start. My life would not be my own, controlled by the powers that be. Until I'm used to capacity and my mainframe is burned out, dead on arrival. Guess I'd better get partial dentures and have these molecules of mercury extracted. That fills the cavities and try to enter my capillaries and lodge into my aortic valves. Because I will not be the $6 million man rebuilt with technology within these 10 regions. God is sovereign to me, and I will not pledge to the Illuminati my allegiance. And to think, as a child on Saturday mornings, I watched Jabberjaw. Now I'm told by the government to choose jab or job. If I was legal, I'd go to D.C. in Congress and slap their moms. But I saw the terrorists enter the Capitol and change my mind, saying, oh, hell no. That's that piece. <laughs> yeah, Clarence, I love it, man. That's And I've heard you on the show before. Um, you have a really great vocal style, first of all. Uh, and, and here's an example of, and you just said it, you know, it's something you went through with the teeth and with, you know, with getting, getting the work done and how it inspired you to write, which is, I mean, that's, that's what we do. And that's what Nyla's always talking about. Um, I love the way you put that together too. I mean, it's, there's almost that whimsical tone, but, but you're constantly thinking about everything you're saying. And, uh, man, I just, uh, really dug it, man. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you very much. You got it. Clarence, tell everyone how to find Jimmy Love. Well, you can find me on Facebook, backslash Clarence Ferguson, Jr., or you can find me at my public group called C, the letter C, the word double, the number 34, Music and Friends. Perfect. All right, sweetheart, we will talk to you next week, Clarence. Uh, All right. Talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Nyla, I'm going to have to be cutting out here. Uh, What do you got for me? Oh, I wanted to because... I got to pick my son up from work. Yeah. Okay. We talked about this a few weeks ago. We talked a little bit about it before you came back and started reading again. But our anniversary show is in... uh, the end of October, beginning in November, depending on where the week falls. Uh, but I wanted to find out maybe if you'd be interested in coming and hosting with me or hosting for part of that show. It's our 15th year, and, you know, you you were the, the, the catalyst to it all. So it would be really cool to have you on the air. Yeah, I think um, barring any unforeseen, because uh, you know how things come up, then, yeah, I'd be very interested in that. It's, it's always fun. Uh, being on with you and I love I love uh, 
like you, you, I, I'm, thank you for letting me come on tonight and be with you because um, what it does is it really, you know, when we're listening to the show, like, okay, I got something I'm doing over here and I'm listening and I hear part of it and then I miss part of it. Uh, but right here I'm forcing myself to really soak it in and I can really give some feedback um, to the poet and, and, you know, hopefully that, that helps and, and it's, uh, and it's enjoy it's enjoyable for me. Um, now I was going to ask you as well before I go. Uh, are mm-hmm. you doing any kind of Halloween type of thing, or because uh, you know we could do some dark, scary stuff? Well, Halloween this year is on uh, Sunday, so we could do like a Halloween show the twenty eighth. Um, well, unless unless that's your you said end of October, my, if that's your anniversary show, beginning of November, probably do the anniversary show November fourth. Or maybe we could just do like the month of October, the shows during the month of October. If if anybody wants to kind of theme something scary or Halloween themed, they can kind of throw it in there, and then it'd be kind of a month long thing where you didn't have to have a whole show devoted to it. Or you could come on and we could do a special show and. We could do a whole different day, like a Tuesday, and talk about writing horror poetry and what makes a good horror poem, and have people come on and read their scary stuff. And I like that; very intriguing. I'd be down for that. Yeah, toss that around right, we'll, that for a little bit. I, I will. We'll talk about it. I'm gonna let you go. Get the show rolling on. Get these poets on. Uh, I wish I could stay to the end, but thank you for letting me be with you and share this. Night. You're welcome, Jimmy. We'll talk to you soon, hon. All right. Take care, Nyla. Love you. You too. All right. Our next caller, I'm going to go, we're going to kind of do this like speed dating, you guys. And and uh, so I'm just going to bring you on. I want you to read your poem. I'll make sure I get everybody on. And uh, I'm going to say it's awesome or something. Unless it's a really crappy poem, you guys. Let's face it. No, I would never say that. But anyway, I'm going to keep my comments to a minimum. So that we get everybody on. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, eight three two. You are on the air. Um, he- he- hello. Or eight eight six three. What am I saying? Eight three two. When the hell? Okay. Eight six three. Hi. Okay. Um, um hello, Nyla. <laughs> um, I didn't answer because it said I'm muted, but I didn't answer because you said eight three two. Sorry about that. Okay. I I don't you know, I've not slept. I did not sleep last night. I've I've been awake oh, for no. two days now, so I'm sorry, you guys. Okay. You don't owe apology. Okay. I hope you feel better. Thank you. Okay, you So do you have for us, love? Okay. I have a poem by Gary. It's called A to Z poem, where each word begins with the letter the alphabet all the way to the A to Z. Okay. A bomb causes destruction everywhere, from great horizons in Jakarta, killing loving men. Never a peace, quickly ruining some tribal utopias, vast world, exing uses, then the end. Wow. That was beautiful, honey. Okay, thank you. Okay, and, and, and my poem is called A Love. Nothing spatial today, just want to write a poem of love. A love never goes away, even after a death of your loved one. It is going to be all right. Love has stood the test of time. Love exposed the truth. 
love knows more. Love will also lure the both of you together for life, now through eternity. Remember, for those who are left here on earth, love will care for you. Love will restore your faith. And oh, how love war. The end. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful, Noreen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us tonight. Tell us how to find you. Okay. Oh, can I tell you real good news real quick? Would that Mm -hmm. be okay? Okay. Um, Friday, I got a message from Ko-Fi, and and she announced that I was one of the Ko-Fi membership uh, challenge winners, and she joined my membership tier. They love my membership tier, and she joined the second one. That is that awesome. Incredible. Congratulations, yeah. honey. Okay, thank you. It brought the belief in, in me again. I got <laughs> belief in me. <laughs> okay. And, um, okay, you can find our books on Amazon.com, and then you can find us um, on our official website, um, GaryAndNoreenSnyder.wix.com slash poetry. And then you can find Gary on ReverbNation.com, um, PoetryPoem.com, and Facebook.com. And he's also Googleable and Googleable. <laughs> and, <then you> <laughs> and then you can find um, Gary and, I mean, I mean me, you can find me on um, Facebook.com, ReverbNation.com, and um um, poetrypoem.com, and then you can find me on um, alleinable.com, and then you can find me on hit records, I mean hitrecords.org, and then you can find us on the poetry, um, the poetry club every every Saturday night at 5:30 in the evening doing Facebook Live, and then you can find me being a guest poet tomorrow morning at 11:15. Um, on, in on uh, Regain Astrologia web website channel, the Poetry Corner. Okay, and and then um, okay, and I'm also good, and you can find me here Thursday nights too. And I'm also Googleable and Googleable. <laughs> yes, ma'am, you are. Okay, thank you. All right, sweetheart, and we will talk to you next week. Yes. Okay, I'll be here next week. All right, sweetheart. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, talk to you soon. Okay. All right. So our next caller comes from area code 216. Let's get Mama on the air. Hey. Hey, Mama. How are you, my love? Oh, let Jimmy go before I came. I wanted to tell him thank you. Hi, Nyla. <laughs> Doesn't he make us pretty? Yeah, or crazy looking or funny or whatever. I just get a kick out of it. He <laughs> <laughs> has me be some kind of everybody. But I sure thought he was a publisher. Nyla, do you know we are the only two? We're not published yet. I know. We got to fix I that. Got to do it now, like now. Let's I'm actually work on working it. on mine. I'll have you know. I'm I'm actually working on mine right now. But it's a secret. Well, call me because I need a booster, a booster shot. 
I'm just serious. I do not want to leave this planet. And this year, I don't have my book. I got the cover. I got chat books. I got everything except it's not published because I was being too um, mad at uh, the people that were trying to publish it. I just kept getting on my nerves. I wouldn't let them do it. So now that's what I get for not letting them do it. But, yeah, I learned my lesson, so. If we can find another publisher, let's 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 do it. And call me because I really really I'm ready to do it. So you waited, and not until I got sleepy, but you waited until I got melancholy. I guess that's the way I got. <laughs> we so, can both take a nap when we're done. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I took my second uh, pill. Which makes me kind of drowsy. So anyway, here it goes. Uh, this is a piece that uh, one of my fellow poets wrote about me. I'm gonna read that because it makes me feel good. <laughs> but before I read that, I wanted to tell you that uh, I wanted to tell you that um, I had wrote a prose. About it doesn't have a name, but you could give it a name for me, okay? And it just goes like this. It's not even really a post. It's just some stuff I wrote down. But it's so funny. I said, well, Nyla, she'll name it. She might be able to identify with this. Laughing and getting excited over the word of the day. Pussy Willow in school. Loving the subject is furry like a furry cat. Life was so exciting. We giggled and repeatedly said the names of the species we all brought samples in, brought in as samples. Home, garden, and school. Pussy Willow, we fall out laughing, yet excited. Word of the day. Pussy Willow in school, loving the subject. We flutter around like butterflies. It's furry like a cat. Life was so exciting. We giggled and repeatedly said the same name. Over and over again, slowly it rolled off of our tongues. Pussy, willow, and all us little scientists fell on the floor laughing as we had brought in our samples. And that's that piece. <laughs> Didn't you get in trouble for posting that on your, your Facebook page or something? <laughs> Was that the one? No, I don't think so. No, uh. the name of a plant. I know it is, but I remember you got there was a, some something else you wrote where you got in trouble on Facebook, and it was innocent like that. And they, oh, you used the word black, or no? Oh, that was no. A, yeah, that was a different poem, but this one. Yeah, this that's one what I it was. Remember, remember when we were kids and little, and then we found out what that really was, and we had to bring in samples of it, and it was furry, and it was like <laughs> just really weird, like you know what is? So I just thought that would that's be a, so something fun. I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. So, Mama, darling, my sweet, tell everyone how to find you. Well, I was going to read the one by... Uh, oh, okay, okay. And he wrote this about me. And he goes like this, Anybody here? I'm looking for that woman obsessed with carving beautiful artifacts from logs of wood. And inspires young ones to grip their tools and do the same. Her poetic majesty, Nana Queen Mama Oladeji, 
Our deeds are pounds continue to speak. What have I to say? It's time for a confession. When I first joined Poetry Soup, August 14th, as a young poet, 18 years old, I secretly followed your work, wishing to attain the same feat one day. The dream alone was reason to keep writing. I started posting my pieces to Facebook, and here you were, a mutual friend to Nana Kisiwa. Becoming your friend kindled my poetic fire to blaze wilder. Your presence on my post is an inspiration. Thank you for devoting time to read the works of young poets, especially those of us in West Africa. May God bless you with long and life, long and good life, good health. That you can always be our guiding rod. Amen. I started posting my poems on Facebook again. I'll see you after you wow. read the poem. That's really so beautiful. That, yeah, that's the kind of tribute I would like to leave. And uh, we get our books on Nyla. Nyla, I love you so much. You are so consistent. That's the kind of dedication you have. And I've only probably hung in there this long because your consistency has all just amazed me. You know, I just want to tell you I love you. Keep on doing what you're doing. And uh, next time we begin, you want to do it. Don't don't be taking Jimmy out before I get to. I will. I promise. I will mind you. To, I will mind you to a T. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Taking Jimmy off his work He ran out of here. Okay. Well, I love you, and I'll, I'll talk to you real soon. Everybody did a good job tonight. I was enjoying the poetry. That's why I, it took me so long to press, press one. Because when my hands are tied, I can't be writing. I, I have to listen. And my hands are tied up doing the beat work, doing my hobby. So, so tomorrow when I go to the market, I have, uh, you know, some extra stuff. But if I take a time out to start writing the assignment, then uh, I'll be missing out making making something really pretty with you. I'm about to send you something. So make sure you refresh the uh, Please first add this. I can send you something. I got something for you. Okay. All right. Okay. I love you, Mama. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm too mellow. I'm just like chilling. So I know. Just listen to another five around. minutes and I'll lull you to sleep, okay? <laughs> yeah. No, we'll talk to you next week, honey. Yeah, talk to me next week because I'm not even a chatty Kathy, but it's just so hot. I'm, I'm murmuring in my mind. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm crazy. It's really hot. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go sit in a cool bath. Okay. That's I'll give you a call this week, okay? Okay. All right, honey. Bye. All right, our next caller comes from area code eight or 903. 903, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. How are you doing? This is Eric Shelman. Eric, how are you, love? It's good to hear from you. It's been a bit. Yeah, doing good. Just super busy, as usual. I am working days again, so that's good. Uh, I'll try to be on your show as much as I can. But I uh, got a poem. Uh, I just wrote two new poems, but I'll just read one tonight. I know your time is going quickly. So, All right, this one's called Southern Gentlemen. Swooning and servicing Southern bells, opening doors for all women, ultimately a lady's Prince Charming. Treating women 
correctly, harmoniously one with their woman, eating out at restaurants and paying for their dates, rendering servitude to their bells, noticing and nicely commenting women's beauty, personality, intellect, and everything else, gracefully giving up their bus seats for women to sit and so much more, elegantly pulling out and pushing in chairs at tables for women, neatly trimmed haircuts and beards or clean-shaven faces, trying to always make their women happiest, listening to and caring for their women, energetically entertaining their women, ma'am, miss, missus, calling their women these as loving words of endearment, abiding by medieval's chivalry's code, noteworthily sacrificing for their women as MPs. Absolutely awesome. Love, thank you so love much. Love the it. Great job, honey. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. And I'll try to be on your show as much as I can. So we appreciate it. I'll when save you the can next be. poem for. Thank you. I appreciate it too. Thanks for the platform. Uh, you can find me on YouTube. It's Eric Shellman. Um, I deleted all my social media except for YouTube. So and I just posted that one. And my next poem, I'll wait for that one, for the next one. So other poets can jump on, too. All right, honey. We'll talk to you next week. Yep. Sure will. Talk to you later. Have a great night. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from 815. 815, you're on the air. Hi, Nihilus. Gina Storm. Gina, my love, you need to send me your phone number. I am sorry, and I'm happy to be here. I know Sincere uh, told me that you had called my area code. I was in the basement doing laundry and took the wrong phone with me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, I just here. haven't heard from you in a while, and I'm worried yeah. about you, sis. Oh, I, not, not to worry. Um, I'm on the mend. I got sick, but I'm bouncing back, and because of my strength and resilience, Nothing can stop me. As long as I have breath in my lungs, I will come and share. <laughs> well, I am very tickled you're here. I'm very pleased to be here. Okay, I'm going to do mine. I'm gonna, I'll be in and out like a robbery. I'm going to title my freestyle tonight, Tea Party. I was invited to a tea party. It's going to be this weekend, as a matter of fact. On Saturday afternoon, my moms and I are going to be together again for the first time in quite some time for a social call, not just the usual errands, you see. Since before quarantine, I had been keeping to myself, living alone in the house that Mom and I used to share. She and my second mom, which is her big sister, lived together there, and they've invited my real mom, which is what my mother calls my Aunt Jackie. She's bringing her daughter, and we share her mom because She's my do- mother's real daughter. We think that it's hilarious because we feel like we were switched at birth. I literally am so much like my Aunt Jackie, a.k.a. Cookie, that she feels like that she should have received me. And my mother received my sister Tanya, you see. The wonderful thing about them is they love to drink tea. I'm a coffee drinker, by the way. I may end up drinking a cup while they all drink their tea. We're going to have finger sandwiches and things that we can eat with our hands. We'll have to take off our gloves. Most of us will be wearing a hat. All of us are planning on wearing a dress. And like you, Nyla, even though it may be 
extremely warm this weekend like it's been for quite some time. I think I'm going to put some stockings, a.k.a. nylons on. I want to be a girly girl. I may even wear heels. I'm going to adorn myself with jewelry, possibly made by Mom Lola Daisy, if the dress that I wear matches the colors. The wonderful thing about being social limitedly is that you appreciate every moment that you spend with your friends and family. There will only be a handful of us, and I still will be practicing social distancing. But the beautiful thing about a tea party is early girls get to, for the first time in a very long time, truly be a lady. Tina Storm, thank you for indulging me in peace. You know, you're talking about girly girl, and you're talking about it, you know, and it all sounds so beautiful and pretty, and I can oh, I can smell please. the vanilla in the air, and I'm picturing myself sitting right next to you like pig pen on peanuts. <laughs> it is going to be amazing. We're going to have a big spread. We do this. We have been doing this once every couple of months, and then COVID came, and we've been on hiatus since, but we felt like it was time to get together again, pull out the tea kettle, and be together and, and be the girly girls that we were born to be. Every one of us loves <laughs> to dress up. I personally don't like to wear pants ever, so I'm looking very forward to this. I even have a new dress for the occasion. Oh, I'm so glad. That's going to be awesome. I'm excited. I'm All excited. right, sweetheart, send me your phone number. I need to get that from you. I will, no problem. I'm going to do it immediately. You can find me on Facebook at Gina with an E, storm like inclement weather, only I'm sunshine on a rainy day, and also at Gina Storm's spoken word freestyle page, which is my artist page. I love you, Nyla. I'm sending you my phone number, and I promise to make it here next week. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Welcome, sis. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 506. 506, you're on the air. Hi, Nyla. It's Lady A from Canada. Hey, Lady A. How are you doing, sweetheart? Good, thanks. And you? Absolutely wonderful. It's great to hear from you. Nice to be heard. <laughs> and uh, I brought a piece uh, for you. If you'd like me to read it, I can do it now. Yes, please. This is called His Royal Highness. Upon the Serengeti, His Royal Highness with cashmere brown mane rests, pain plagued, perplexed. Green eyes see a habitat unchanged for a million years, while deep in reverie, tumbleweed grasses reach to lands unknown where cheetahs run, where man harmoniously lives with untamed wildlife like antelope and giraffes. Protectors of the land, Maasai, stabilized, preserved, and prized. His Royal Highness Lion ponders life now seen, Protectors have perished with COVID-19. Great Serengeti, a haven for beasts, fowl, and men who now will defend. Lion heard a story where he would, under waterfalls, lay down with a lamb, spoken about the end of times. Viruses, plagues swallow up the land. Fools have ruined nature's good, destroyed all hope in man. Laboratories conjure destruction. To what end, Lion asks. Slick ebony oil spills in the ocean. Chemicals, orange and rust, poison rivers. 
all animals quiver. Dumping onyx waste, gas lines underground, greed consumes until we're drowned. Upon the Serengeti, His Royal Highness rests, heartbroken as lion ponders, perplexed. He watches what will to be zebra, buffalo, and gazelle, one of Africa's seven wonders, the great migration gone to hell. All the beauty that is Serengeti, now a memory of the past. Lion cries and wonders why he now waits for his time to die. End poem. Wow. That was intense, powerful, intense. Wow. Thank you. Absolutely incredible. I'm so glad you were able to go on. I'm so glad you stayed and waited and and we're here tonight and um I I kinda like the fact that this is getting to be a habit. <laughs> Thank you very much. It was great being here. <laughs> All right, do me a favor, honey, and tell people how to find you. You can find me, um, Lady A on allpoetry.com, the uh, largest poetry site in the world, and uh, under a team of voices is the group that I belong to uh, in All Poetry. Very cool. And we will talk to you next week? Yeah. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Lady A. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, our next caller comes from area code seven three two seven three two. You're on the air. Now you're on the air. Seven three two. The novel pathogen that's hidden within the asymptomatic neighbor, a mystery though not to be questioned, or silent threat marked by fever or the understanding that empowers the politicalization of a cold mind, their disinformation, and the consequential rhetoric that is polarized, maybe the herd immunity, but not those who have embraced the future immunity, and the authentic placebo that will mimic the after effects of trial and error, and you gasp upon a muscle flinch, you test the necessities. It's the transferal method of the identical virus, and your mouths are full of ash. You're disguised in a semblance like a death's head moth. And inside the intensive care unit, loved ones languish in isolation behind plastic curtains, porous walls, locked down in the background of flame-proof doors. A sacred air is pumped through a respirator's incubated grass. It's the immutable death, and God is silent, like modern-day mass graves. Again, the emergency rooms are at capacity. And together, in the mindset of sinless science, silence, science, together in the mindset of sinless science, we cross over parted waters of a vaccine stream, vaccinated, vaccinated. What's your excuse? If we had diagnosed a thousand a day, the inevitable came to pass, the incurable death, you reconcile a mortal breath, the inevitable truth, the judicious fact, the hypocritical oath, 
they've triangulated the outbreak and the hospitals are stressed to the limit. Thank you. Absolutely fantastic. I'm throwing roses oh, you know? at your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, don't yeah. know, but I Maybe like you're it. wrong. Why don't, oh, sorry, go. You know, I, 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 no. I, you know what's it? some <laughs> girls don't like boys like me, but some girls do. It's that, dude. <laughs> That's a creepy shot. Oh, no thanks. A couple more, yeah, about five plus more rewrites. It's coming to get game together. No, definitely, it was that last week. So we test ran it Tuesday and all that very gleamy kind of shark tooth I wouldn't say competitive and you know see what you got but then my friend accompanied me on piano and he's a major musician so we had no problem we like going on towards the end and those who questioned they got their answer anyhow Thursday thanks thanks for letting me keep working out stuff couple more rewrites. Those last lines are, are toss-offs. No, they're not even finished. So this is basically the third third read-through. So it's getting there. We'll tighten it up. I'll re- you know, by next week it should be tighter. Thank you. We can hope, right? Oh, no. We're meticulously tortured. Yo, no, it, nah. Yeah, hope that'll do. I appreciate it. That's a kind faith idea. Yeah, sure. And then, you know, it's all your daily thing, over-caffeinated, too much cough, you know, the external economic burden of other people who aren't creative at all. And we have an eyewitness to the tragedy at the City Field show. That's all. I don't know. How are you? I'm awesome. You gonna call in next week? Yeah, I'm tired. The end. This way I can listen and I don't have to. Not I. This way I can listen and not have to worry about being on the phone. And yeah, I'd rather call in towards the end of the show. <laughs> Perfect. We're used All right, to I'll, being, wa- I'll watch yeah. for you then. Ouchies, ouch. Yeah, I'll be on this. Hey, thanks. And yeah, be well. All is cool. We're okay, dude. It's a hundred degrees. There's no air. It's really freaking wacky. And now to get in, well, I said that last week. So, yeah, we're not sure. I haven't really done any mass audience. You know, we will soon enough. I know. Oh, okay, so from the Rogue One movie, I am one with Moderna, and Moderna is one with me. Thank you. <laughs> right? I am one with the Force, and the Force is one with me. Okay, this is an acoustic show. Okay? There aren't... You don't have load-ins, and you don't need a sound check. It's like you don't have to sound check your bongos. You bring an acoustic guitar, make sure it's tuned, and you go up on, and you do your three songs and get it together. It was awesome. Now we're getting the local scenes coming together. Dennis got the library going. So, yeah, we will hope, right? We will hope. It's just as good as... They have the same amount of letters as the word love, right? H-O-P-E-L-O-V-E. I'm off a letter. Anyhow, be at peace. We're okay, Portland? We are. Thanks. I love you guys. Awesome. Hey, thanks for letting me listen. You're welcome, yeah, Tom, sweetie. We'll Tom talk Tom to you wrote Harper Valley PTA. I didn't realize he died last week. That, that's, that's real song stuff. 
You learn that from the Rolling Stones. They're yeah, big Tom. Anyhow, blessed be, right? Cool. Thanks for letting me work out my stuff, material. You're welcome, hon. We'll talk to you next week. Is there someone after me? Yeah, three people. Oh, even better. Good. So I get to listen more. Thanks. <laughs> you do. I'll put you on hold, sweetie. Please? Okay. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 807. I do want to let, um, I have to do this real quick. Area code eight or 484 and 407. 484 and 407. You are not in the lineup. If you guys want to come on, you need to press 1. That will let me know that it's okay to unmute your lines. And our callers, we've got three callers left for tonight, and we that is area codes, uh, 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 where'd it go, where'd it go, 807, 501, and 412. All right, let's go ahead and grab 807. I think that's Robbie. Yes, yes, Nyla, it is me, and I, too, have a fetish for black stockings. <laughs> These aren't black stockings. They were, they're like emerald green with black polka dots all over them. Ah, close enough. <laughs> not close to black. <laughs> stockings are stockings, so, right? Yeah. <laughs> what you got for it? What you got for us tonight? Uh, I have corrupted beauty here, and I'm gonna link uh, Jimmy to that later in Facebook. Uh, uh, and I heard it was it Clarence? No, no, it wasn't Clarence. There's was one or two callers before that uh, was reading something on the darker side and with all that enunciation and all that. So uh, between those two poems, between Jimmy and the other poem, I was inspired to get this darker poem out. Uh, another poem that I don't remember at all. <laughs> so, Corrupted Beauty. Um, corrupted Beauty. Corrupted Beauty, what spice decayed the wings of your magnificence? What letters of sorrow were delivered to you in mid-flight to bring decay to your once beautiful fluttering? Your flight seems rather frayed and decayed of late, as your wings rot away slowly and mysteriously, all the more tragic for only recently being so very beautiful. Are you a soul wandering, lost and confused, stuck between this life and the next? Or are you the nexus of some horrid black magic that takes souls away to be delivered to the sinister machinations of a mysterious god with a dark heart? I would tear those wings off, decayed as they are. But alas, I am afraid to, for fear of what dark magic it may release. I shall simply watch those wings beat on, O wayward soul of unknown provenance, and hope that whatever came to corrupt your beauty, that this loathsome force never comes my way. And there we go, that is corrupted beauty. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful Thank piece, you. baby. You I'm reading so Clark welcome. Ashton Smith now, so I've been inspired to plunge into the the darker side there a bit. And like I, I think I, I think I had quickly posted to, you, uh, yeah, yeah, the books that I got that I've finally been aching to get for years. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on your wall. Clark Ashton Smith, The Dark Eidolon, and I literally hugged the book when I was reading it. I love you, my precious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nerd, nerd alert, for sure. Anyways, I won't take up too. I won't take up any more time. Uh, I can be found uh, under Facebook, under 
Robbie's Multimedia Poetry. And uh, I can also be found under uh, All Poetry as well, under Robbie's, just Robbie's Poetry. If they wouldn't have the full name there, wasn't, it was too long. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. Absolutely perfect. All right, sweetheart, we will talk to you next week. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. <laughs> All right, hon. Thank okay. you. Okay. You bet. You bet. Love us our Robbie, baby. Okay, our next caller comes from area code 501. 501, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. How are you, honey? I'm all right. This is uh, Jay from Arkansas. It is good to hear from you, sweetheart. You as well. Uh, you didn't you had a headbanger on the show tonight. Really been enjoying what I've heard so far. It's been a fun night, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and get into my piece just in case those other callers, y'all, press one. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get it, get this piece out the way. Oh, silly duck. No more thrills. No more hunting kills. Just the lonely chills. Depressed under the weight of life's death. And this is my bill. Oh, the finality of the field. Bare and naked. Plucked of my quills and frills. Just a down in the muck duck. Busted bill. Inaudible cluck. My, when I knocked and rocked around the clock, and in a whoosh, I was on the loose like a night swoosh. And before first light, I would slip into the night and would stop and re-knock before making it off of her block, adjacent at a neighbor's spot. I have bowed over many women, got my jollies and mastered folly. In fact, cum laude, oh, Lordy, all the busted 40s, all the happily shorties who adored me, for my vision, of my image, for mocking of the image for which God created me to be. I mocked your image of wisdom. I mocked your image of justice. I mocked your image of power, and I especially made a mockery of your love. Even when I chose for not and hurdled your stumbling blocks and lay broken, not knowing you had already picked me up, so foolish I to give it one more good try. Even if this time I should die and my lovers not cry. As they lie, as they eulogize I, R.I.P., he lived till he lied in pieces. pieces. Me a pleasant afterthought at a card party. Please, I beg you, old John, through my foolishness, remember my heart during its purest. When I seen the aftermath, my actions and saw with my own eyes why you were so disgusted with my past. So sad, I must have been mad. So I say, Lily, lay still, say nothing, for you are my last love and love. I have traded my lots and buckshots for one slug, one shot, one kill. An order placed long ago and finally fulfilled. A contract inked in flesh till we rest, till death. Know you, know me. 
and we are blessed to be jealously selfish of each other's caress. You finally have a penis, and I have breasts, for we are of one flesh. Our stride is in lockstep in joy and the rest. We stood before God and our offspring witnessed, and he has blessed our nest and taken away our emptiness with interest for our wives and best. In peace. Wow. That was incredible. I am so glad Thank you were you able to get on tonight, hon. Yeah, I miss talking to you, chopping it up about poetry. <laughs> we ain't going to get a chance to do that tonight, but I will be calling back shortly. I hope so. Yes, ma'am. We'll you talk take care to you now. soon. Hey, call back next week if you can. Will do. All righty. Bye-bye, sweetheart. All right. It looks like... Dun, dun, dun. All right. It looks like area code four. Is it four one two? My board is being so screwy, guys. Sorry. All right, four one two, and then four eight four. I think are our last two colors. All right, four one two. You're on the air. Hey, Nyla. It's Lance. Hey, Lance. How you doing, love? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. It's awesome to hear from you. Oh, it's awesome to be on. It was a great show tonight. What man? What voices? Jeez. <laughs> you never know who's going to be on the other end of that line. It's like Christmas every single time I pick it up. Yeah, there, and I love that. Like there are pieces that just explode and like stick with you. Like the show doesn't end when the show ends. It hangs out with you for a while. It does. There's, you, yeah, it does. You'd be amazed how many things in life just were inspired by things that happened here. Yeah, definitely. I get that a lot. So what do you have for us? It's been so long. I'm so glad to hear from you. <laughs> well, it's been just kind of, it's been crazy because we moved and I'm in the process of putting together a, I'm in the process of putting out a novel and two poetry collections. And so things have just been, you know, when I get in the, in that creative space, I can't really step out of it for anything. So that's been taking a lot of my time. So I've got a piece here called, as long as you're able to be creative, it's good because that's important. 4,000 words a day, day and night. Um, the piece I'm doing doing tonight is called Clever Man. Um, in the Aboriginal traditions, they have a man in some of the tribes that's called a clever man who supposedly lives halfway between the world of the living and the world of the dead. And this is taking one of those kind of figures and placing him in our modern-day America. Desperate for signal starving for words from the survivors, seeking signs in the places where every crack in the brick wall has meaning, terrified of the turning thought like a burning wren in my head. It is only me, only I that walked out of the wreckage, 
stitched together with electrical wire, sloughing dead skin like fat moths onto the black oily gravel, head turning left and right, frantic for voices, familiar or hostile, but even without my ear pressed to the corpses, attuned to decay, there is resounding silence, like the space inside a bell. A demon, bent from coat hangers, plastic straws, discarded gloves, giving it a thousand ratty hands, deals tarot cards on the trunk of a cab, its driver smoldering, his fingers melted to the radio dial. Seventy-eight cards laid one by one, each one death, and to each he screams, change, change is coming, chaos and disorder. He shrieks, then begins to cry. Tiny acrylic snowflake tears. Please, he whispers, please make something happen. As he falls into the mud, becoming naught but garbage and hopes for hell. I lift each receiver as I pass, each cradled phone like seashells, pressed to my burned ears, the breathing that echoes back from each one is mine, measured in the space between curses, impassioned summonings, hopeful to breach the barriers, crack the walls at the edges, letting my brothers bleed through from where they were swept by the storm that tore us from our witchcraft, that woke us from the oil-slick nightmare, that wrenched us free from the vines that ran like orb-weaver webs all over this flickering world. I see you laughing behind the glass, calling out, my voice croaking, withered from disuse. I press my palms against those giant windows. For the tiniest moments it feels warm, as if you blazed, you burned, with life mere inches from my hands. But the frost flows in ferns from my fingertips, making my vision into Rorschach. I try singing to your ghosts, but the song emerges as snow, beautiful, but sad in this blue light. I pull my hand back into my sleeve, fill it with birds, with suns, with comets, trailing gods across the dream time. A single shiver in my metamorphosis is complete. The clever man bleeds. The clever man bleeds into the great brick wall, become noth becoming nothing but stark images black and white, paint still wet, standing 12 feet tall, a half-life deity, a story hinted at, waiting, deformed by a single dimension, waiting for a single believer to come and call my name. And peace. Wow. That's why I missed you. Uh, I'm honored. Thank you. Well, that I was never show up with you. Thank you so much. Well, I hope that now that you uh, found your way back here, <laughs> that you come and read more. I will, and let's keep on, Jimmy, about doing that horror show. I know, right? Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, my God. I've got some stuff that will peel people off the walls. <laughs> I think it would be awesome. 
We'll talk to you next week. Go ahead and get your last caller, and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Tell everyone how to find you before you go, Lev. Um, I'm at allthingsarestories.wordpress.com. Um, all things are stories on Instagram, and Lance complicated last name spelling on on Facebook. Um, it'd probably be easier to track me down through Jimmy. Um, my last <laughs> name is hard to spell, so it's C H E U V R O N T. And we'll talk cool. to you soon. Okay. All right, hon. Thank you so much for being here. I'll promise Thank that I you. won't stay up for two days the next time you call in. <laughs> we'll have fun whether you're asleep or awake. We'll talk to you then. <laughs> well, Nyla's snoring. Let's just keep reading poetry. <laughs> we'll just pretend it's All drum right. beats and we'll recite around it. Exactly, right? Ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. All right, and we'll talk to you in a bit. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller is area code. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, where'd they go? Oh, they're there. Four, eight, four. Will you help me close out the show, please? I don't have a piece, but it's been a wonderful show. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Are I you all right, do Go ahead. I enjoyed every piece I heard. Who is this? Uh, you know who this is. This is Spicy. <laughs> right? This is Miss T. Oh, it's so good to hear from you. How are you, love? You I'm sound fine. great. I think my poetry doesn't fit on your form. I can, why would it not? Uh, I love the dark side, you know that. (laughs) Dark is not so bad. I'm still fascinated with it. Me too. There's a lot of inspiration there. I enjoyed the show, and this was my first time... I'm trying to wet my feet again. (laughs) Well, I'm just glad you called in to say hello. A lot of people I know are going to be just tickled to hear from you. So, you know, nothing has changed. We've been doing this for 15 years. We come here every week. We don't do it pretty, but we always do it. And it's just like hanging out, you know. I'm glad you're here, and I hope you come back and read. in seven years. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, it's been a while. So I'm just wanting to listen to the new people and I'm loving their stuff. Well, I have got... Let me... I'm I'm trying to pull something up here real quick. See if I can find it. Uh... I think you will like this. Where the heck is it? Um, this is live, people. It never. Yeah, it's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. They can just. They can. They know me. I told you we don't always do it pretty here, but we always do it, right? 
But this is worth it, I promise. You you are going to be so happy. Okay. So you are still writing, right? Of course. I think you get to see it more than most people do. <laughs> well, I am hoping that... Well, if Jimmy does that show in October... With spooky stuff, you can bring some of your dark poetry over for that. Okay, I will get with you in and lots and figure out what you're talking about. Because Miss T is not coming out of retirement. We'll see. It would be great to hear it. All right, I can't find it, but I'm, I'm going to still try to find it before I, I close out here. But, honey, it was great to hear from you. Thank you so much for jumping on and saying hello. Appreciate it so much. And please try to come back next week and bring a poem. Or just come back and hang out. If I remember, I will be back more than next week. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. I appreciate it, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, hon. All right. So I really want them to hear this. So I hope they hang on a second to see if I can find it. I don't know if I can find it, but I'm going to try to find it. I am trying to find it. No, 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 no. Oh, where did it go? I know I have it. So remember if, I'm going to talk about this while I'm scrolling through my files, seeing if I can find it. Remember if you did not get the writing assignments and and journal exercises and all that good stuff, if you didn't get that at the beginning of the show, come back and listen to the archives and you will be able to write those down. And I promise that I will get some sleep and we will be back here next week. And I love you guys. I am going to close the show with a piece by Diamond J reading a poem that Spicy wrote called Something Beautiful Still Remains. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Once again, here's your boy Diamond J who's speaking on behalf of Spicy who got something to say. This time she's talking about something beautiful. Something beautiful still remains. The sight of a moonlit serenade that gently touches the emotions. Noticing how the trees that sway under a lit sky as we watch this serenade of how we danced in the twilight hours. So much of you lends yourself to me as I did the same for hours. We seem to be in the same frame of a silent movie, as if we were. Always hearing the sounds of the harp and xylophone as we pass. Watching as the beauty still remains in this. Affairs come and go, but still, something beautiful remains. This beauty is what we brought from two souls that run through the rivers, that run deep into our entities. Just as you thought you saw the beauty in the disasters of me. 
How the gentleness of calm words parted my Red Sea. As I waved the clouds away, what I saw was something that only a blind man could feel in his spirit. The more that it came to be, the more I can't let go. Signs of our heart gave to the beauty she became, just as it gave to him, being her protector. Learning that she could value him for his, seeing that he could value her for her culture. Reaching for two souls to become one, seeing how the beauty passed through more than the stars above, they also pass over. So many times we are graced with the sun that adorns us with its rays. In the same way, we frown upon the water that falls and feeds the grass and flowers. But what still lingers is the beauty within. The further we got into our own ways, it drew us closer together. We found that our beauty comes in different areas. Picturing when they meld together How it would be The simplicity of Something beautiful Something beautiful That still remains Like me and Spicy Diamond J and Spicy My voice Her words Put them together you have something beautiful that will still remain.